Three more what? It's nice and snug now. Oh, maybe not so much. Yeah, keep fucking rattling the microphone. Oh, like this? Yes. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. What is Kevin doing back there? Whacking his bag. It looks like he's taping something up. Tony's getting up and he's walking away. I don't know where he's going. I don't know if they realize I started recording. Tony's going to get the strap. He's got his championship belt there. Kevin is duct taping something to his makeshift uh, studio wall back there. Tony, we're recording, so just so you, you know. Oh, you want me to start streaming? Oh, I'll I start... thought you started streaming. Hold on, then. No, no, I'm going to do it now. Oh, Go okay. Live. Go live. I don't know what Kevin's going to be mad because we're going live. And he's doing Why are you guys starting already? Durr. He's hanging up a cease and desist too sweet t-shirt. Poorly. There we go. He's really working hard on his uh, his backdrop there. You said hard on. Hard on. He needs a, a coat hanger. Cross post to more pages. I always like that they give you this option. Let's see. Overweight Larry wants to host the stream tonight. Yeah, the Shining Wizards. Wants to host the stream. You think the Army of Darkness wants to host the stream? Sure. If the Army of Darkness is there, do it, buddy. Fuck yeah. Do it. I say post across all platforms. Bop. 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 Okay, we're posting on like nine pages. Right great. Now. That's great. That's fantastic. You get all sorts of fun notifications. And we'll do the show. We'll do episode 516. Yes. Uh, we don't have any guests tonight. Yay! Really? I don't know. Sometimes no. it's cool for the boys. No, to no, chill. I know. But you may like you celebrate like we don't have anyone interesting to speak with. Well, we do have a lot to cover. Am I oh, wrong? Oh, we do. We do have a ton. Who Find out who won the picks, the pay-per-view picks. We're going to talk about Hard to Kill. We're going to talk some AEW, some MLW, some New Japan, some WWE, some Ring of Honor, some NXT, Dark Side of the Ring, Kevin's Top 5, games, and so much more. I have a fucking tinfoil hat on my dumb head. Paying off that bet, baby. That's it. And then we'll are explain we, why. We'll explain why. Are we going to find out uh, our punishment from you tonight, Tony, uh, from the winner? No. Spoiler. I'm, I'm, well, the winner's going to probably put that out next week. Way to put the cart before the horse, jerk off. That's what I do. And that and much more is all next from the mean streets of North Arlington, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Oh, yeah. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. This is Bobby Fish, one half of the world's best tag team, Red Dragon, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on the Facebooks. We are live on the Rant, RantTMRadio.com, and we are live to your earbuds. It's the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode 516, something like that, where it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Kevin. That, the fucking loser. I'm the loser. Why are you guys saying you're losers? I don't understand. We're both losers. Actually, I think all three of us are losers. I don't. Well, I mean, we knew this, but I don't don't get it. Why? Why are you guys calling yourselves losers? Matt, you want to do it? I don't really want to do it because um, it is not your privilege, but it's definitely your duty. Go ahead. After much aggravation, complaining, bitching and moaning about the Shining Wizards wrestling podcast pay-per-view picks. The 2020 year has come to an end uh, after Saturday night's hard-to-kill Impact pay-per-view. Uh, we have a winner uh, with a record of 176 and 91 losses. The man who hates the pick more than anybody is now your champion for the foreseeable future. <laughs> t Dog. <laughs> That's right, boys. Give all the allocades to me, baby. I will give nothing to you. Um, Kevin, how do you feel about this? Did, did we determine if it's allocades or accolades? It's Is allocades. It both? I thought it was accolades. Allocades, baby. Isn't like Always accolades what you? Isn't like accolades what you give someone who like is impressive and wins stuff? They get all the accolades. They get all the allocates. No, allocate is like when you, when you decide who gets what. You're allocating something. Not allocate. It's allocates. But it's accolades too, isn't? Don't you say like the like if you're like a five time champ, those are your accolades. No, those are your allocates. Can't, Matt, he does not. How many times? Have you you know what? I think we should just give Tony aids. Yeah, that's a good point. We should give him allocates. Alloc aids. Yeah. That's Hold not on. very nice. What? You need help Accolades. with everything. Oh, you were thinking of the other aids. No, why would I want to give you, like, Magic Johnson aids? No, I meant, like, help around the the, the place because you're so old. All right, so, Tony, accolade, an award or privilege granted as a special honor or as, as acknowledgement of merit. So, yeah, you get this is a big accolade for you. Matt, can you explain why we say allocades? You... I'm wearing a fucking tinfoil hat. You want me to answer something like that that I don't know the answer to? That's why I've been quiet the whole time. Is that is this like a, is this a joke that I don't remember, Tony? Yes, it is. Uh, of course it is. Who said allocates? What former guest said allocates instead of accolades? Not a former guest, but it was during a great interview that he cut. Scott Steiner. Lex Luger. Ah. Uh... Lex Luger had an interview where he... He was disgusting his allocades and not his accolades. <laughs> All right. So we agree that it's actually alloc- accolades, but allocades is 10 times funnier. So we'll roll with that forever. I can't believe it's, of course, it's difficult to find now that I'm looking for Lex Luger allocades. Is this Wait, the video where he's tearing off his shirt and can't get it off? 
like I think so. I think like an indie. Terry Funk. No, this is from this is from this is from February nineteenth, nineteen ninety. I found that on the uh, Wrestling Observer Observer flashback. It was an interview with Terry Funk where he put over all the allocades that he received in his career. (laughs) Of course, it was Terry Funk. No, Terry Funk was interviewing Lex Luger. It was Lex Luger that said it. I can't. I can't believe I can't find the video. That's fine. I'm sure in our nine years, I'm pretty sure you've probably played it a few times, and I just have no recollection of it. I just assumed you got the word wrong. Oh, jeez. I can't believe I can't find the video. I can't believe the shitty song is still playing. Shitty song, my ball bag, dude. I won. I get all the allocades, and this is part of the allocades. Again, the song, very low, and it feels like it fades in and out. Yeah. I faded it down before, but then when Kevin started... Not knowing what allocates where I said, fuck it, I'm turning it back up. I want to enjoy this. Yeah. How silly of it I don't think to not know what a fake word is. Does anyone enjoy this song? If there's, no surrender, there's no surrender, brother! It's kind of catchy. It's very catchy. Matt's just jealous. He never came up with a composition so daring yet so entertaining. I don't have any compositions. You have a tin hat. That's right. I haven't even scratched the surface on my compositions. All right. I'll shut the music off. Now, I can gladly say for two years in a row, I've come in second place. Well, Matt, you know what that makes you, Matt? Place because it's time for the Shiny Wiz pay-per-view picks. The final for year two. Hard to kill. Give us some results, brother. It makes me a fucking loser, Kevin, to answer your question. That's right. Uh, so I had to employ a strategy where I had to pick against Tony. If you wanted any shot, if I wanted any shot, uh, I was dead in the water, right? In terms of like, there was no, you needed like a miracle. If I completely fucking went an offer and he fucking ran the table, but that's only because they added the Brian Myers, Josh Alexander match at the last minute. Oh yeah. Uh, I went four and five because I had to pick against Tony's picks. Uh, Kevin went six and three. And of course, uh, Tony went seven and two. By the way, the matches I got wrong, what? I switched after I fucking double thought about them. And I don't, no one cares. That's stupid. Don't even, don't even bring that up because it's not what you picked. Fuck off loser. Why are you so low? Hey, who me? No, Why Tony's low? real low. Low. Yeah. Turn your really? shit up. Little. I don't think he's that bad. Is that better? Yeah, kind of low. Hello? Yeah, I could like barely hear you. Would you fucking really? break your shit? Good. I hope I all your him, shits. I, I hear him fine. Hope all your well, shits. I mean, Matt's Matt's got to hear me because Matt's recording. I can hear you, but you're <laughs> a little low. Hello, hello. Why? Yeah. Wow. Why is that? Hmm. All right. Talk amongst yourselves. Go ahead. Talk Art. amongst ourselves, Kevin. Uh, so Art, yeah, Art, Dickhead Art. went seven and two. You went six <laughs> and three. Uh, and I went in abysmal four and five because I had to pick against Tony, and I right. did. <sighs> I made some questionable picks. I did too, Matt, and I would have like some of the picks like I had like touted that I from like months ago when like like the women's tag title, the Knockouts Championship, like I picked uh, Nevaeh and Havoc to win since day one. I couldn't, even though I thought that Tasha and Hogan were gonna win, I couldn't go back on it because I. I was saying forever that they were going to be the first champs and, and, and Havoc and Nevaeh lost. So I, I, could, I just could not pick them after months of 
of throwing my support behind them, even though I thought they would lose. But that's a respectful thing. You stick yeah. to your guns. Uh, we all got the X Division match wrong. Uh, ooh, is that better? Yes, much better. Okay. Is it, am I too loud or is it? No, you're the same. You're the same that you were for me. It's not I, for you. It's for Matt. He's everything's for me. <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> is it good though? It's good. It's yeah, it's good. better. All right, good. All right, continue. Sorry. Uh, so we all lost the X Division match. Um, Kevin lost the love tag Ro- match. I love Rohit. What else did you lose, Kev? I probably lost. Oh, me and you. Oh, picked... Eddie Edwards. No, Eddie we Edwards. picked. We picked Taya oh, to win. We took Taya. Oh yeah, Taya. Oh. Tony lost the pre-show match. Well, and the X Division match. Tony, yep. you picked. Tony, you picked. You picked against the most professional wrestler. You know why? Because he was talking shit in the interview before that match went down. So I was kind of like, maybe they're going to screw him over. But were you able to watch that, by the way? Yeah, I watched it. Because it was on access. To, uh, you have access TV. No, I watched it. I watched it on fight. Oh, the pre-show match was on fight, too? Yeah, no, I didn't f- watch the pre-show. They, they had the interview setting up the match, though. The match was on the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So. So you just watched the interview, but you didn't watch the match. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Alright, cool. Yeah. Yeah, a little weird. Well, we knew about the match before the pre-show even came on, right? Yes. Okay, so there you go. Wow, so, you guys are weird tonight. I guess because I No was... no, I thought you you were making it sound like you saw the match. No, I said I saw And I was wondering how. Alright. So last year, <laughs> Kevin champion 2019 picks thus the foil hat uh kevin won last year with a 250 140 record obviously this year a lot less matches uh i was only five games behind uh kevin last year and seven games tony was behind tony flipped the script this year in 2020 tony won 176 91 record a lot less pay-per-views to pick which i'm sure will aggravate tony going into next this year when hopefully there's tons of pay-per-views to pick. Tons. You have to now you have to defend your fucking title. I hope that makes it even more misery for you, sir. Is he frozen? I think we lost T Donk. Um which is fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Uh, he's frozen. He is frozen. He's either frozen or he's really good at being a mime. If he's frozen, lo- that means we're fucked because he's probably going to have to sign out of Zoom and he's going to close the meeting. I love that you... Oh, there we go. What happened? You suck. That's what happened. How did you become the host? Because I'm the one running Zoom, silly. You froze. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, how we were f- crossing our fingers that it was... Uh, yeah. Permanent thanks. Yeah, well... You got to defend your title, so I hope that makes you miserable now for 2021. Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, six games behind you in second place, and Kevin was uh, nine games back. Gross. 
69. Uh, before and before we get into our hard to kill picks, I just there's a couple of couple of interesting facts as I broke everything down as Ooh, I do I every boy. year. I like this a lot. Fine powder. Uh, Tony was only perfect once. Uh, myself and Kevin were both perfect. Uh, excuse me, Kevin was perfect twice, That's and right. I was perfect thrice. Ooh. Uh, across the board, we all got Extreme Rules 6-0. and uh, Kevin followed that up with going 8-0 and at Payback. I followed oh, that up yeah. by going 7-0 and at Clash of Champions. And then I went 6-0 and um, at New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom Night 1. I am also the only one on the board to go Ofer, as I went O for seven at Impact's Bound for Glory. That was the difference. Um, was the difference? I came in last place in WWE picks. Uh, Tony at a seventy-three and thirty record. Kevin at a seventy-one and thirty-two record. At a thirty-nine, a uh, sixty-nine right. and thirty-four record. Holy fuck! Thir- I was gonna say thirty-nine. No, sixty-nine, sixty-nine. I went three and so, I went three and five at SummerSlam. Sometimes it pays to be corporate. You know, you have the inside track. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tony took Tony took the WWE picks. He took the New Japan picks. He killed in the NXT picks. Uh, and that was it. Kevin, uh, Kevin dominated the Impact picks, and the Ring of and the Ring of Honor picks. Impact expert, Ring of Honor savant, if you will. Um, I had the AEW picks by a game, just over you, Kevin. That's right. But there were only five companies that ran pay per views that we picked this year, so. So I led three of them. You led two of them. WWE, New Japan, and NXT. NXT, well. Yeah, I you had a, a bit of New Japan. You had a twenty and eight record in NXT. Fuck yeah, I did. Tony, how many episodes of NXT have you watched in twenty twenty? Um, zero. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I watched one of them, and I did watch. I watched the 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 last one, the one with the cages. Oh, the War Games. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pay per view though. That's not the end. That's not a show. Or did you watch the the Fight Pit one? The 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 most recent one. Oh, it was twenty twenty one. What? The New Year's Evil. I was thinking. I don't know what that is. It was like a special NXT show. Oh, yeah. it was special. Yeah, kind of like uh, the way AEW runs their like you know New Year's Smash or uh, Beach Break. What's it called? Bash Beach Break. Beach Break. Bash at the Beach. Beach Whatever they're running in February. I think you got it right the first time. Beach break. Um, and NXT has ran the New Year's Evil. They did Halloween Havoc. They're like Clash of the Champions shows, Tony. Okay, great. Wonderful. All right, great. Well, Tony is the champion, and uh, he will reign <laughs> now for a year supreme. Um, you will not. You have. Have you decided our punishment yet? I have, but I'm going to wait till next week to tell you guys what it is. A teaser. A teaser, yes. And I'm not going to wait a year, and I'm not going to need to be cajoled or, or pulled into something. Wow. What, what, are, you, what are you, taking a shot? What are, next, you, what are you, taking a shot? Next week. And you know what? Fuck all y'all. I'm on top. You guys aren't going to fucking do shit about it. I declare myself 
the first Shining Wizards champion because Kevin's afraid to take on Kate, and I don't know why Matt's wearing a foil hat, but here well, it is know, right here. You know why I'm wearing a foil hat. Oh, we didn't yeah. explain it. This was my point. This was my. I thought I did. Maybe when you froze, this was my punishment for uh, losing last year's pick. Picks. And why are you being punished? Because I lost. Because I'm a fucking loser. You fuck. That's my name. Effing loser. So I gotta wear this dumb thing. I don't know how long this is gonna last. It's starting to make my head itchy. I think if you talk to the man that told you to put it on, it was supposed to actually be what, Kevin? Three episodes. You want to wear this thing for three fucking episodes? Well, that was that was Kevin's original punishment. I didn't know you could change the rules. All we do is change the fucking rules on this show. <laughs> now, is Kevin frozen? Yes, he is. <laughs> Good. Goodness gravy. All right, dude, what do we have to get into? Come on, let's move past this. All right, so just a preview for 2021. The Royal Rumble will be the first pay-per-view we pick. Right. Yes. So far in the last two years, Kevin has a 13 and five record at the Royal Rumble, followed up by you, Tony. You're 12 and six. I, of course, uh, am nine and nine. So I <laughs> usually start the year pretty slow, but eventually I pick things up. So the 2021 Royal Rumble will start our picks season three. We'll see if you can repeat. We'll see if Kevin can repeat. We'll see if I can claim the throne. Hey, in, in fairness, you were only in the lead for what, like a month or two when we did this year? Uh, I think it was a couple weeks. A couple weeks. It, was, right. it wasn't very long, my friend. It wasn't very okay. long. Because I, I did. I don't know if I can repeat that. That was a hell of a start I had this past year. You came out of the gates very hot, sir. What was it, like 40 and 8 at some point? Yes. You had a ridiculous record. <laughs> it's nice to see that. I didn't completely piss it all away. I was uh I was hoping. I had my fingers crossed and uh I was cheering my little heart out and then once I saw um fuck what was the match? Well, let me look up the card cuz we're going to talk about Hard to Kill. It was the pay-per-view from Impact on Saturday night. Yeah, we um, might as well get into it now, no? Yeah, and then Kevin will jump, pop back in and he'll join us. So I knew Brian Myers beat Josh Alexander in the in the pre-show. So I was already I had one right there. I was like, "Fuck yeah." And I think I picked four different matches. So uh it would have worked out where I would have either tied you or one by one. Yeah, cuz at the end it was um it, the last four matches on the card, three of them we had picked differently except the last one was the main event which we had the same. Yes. But uh you needed one of those to pop and you didn't get a one of them. They all went against you. Yeah. Well, I uh I gambled on uh on the six man, the old school rules. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. That was a terrible call, but I mean, I guess you didn't have a choice. You know, that's the boat I was in last year. That's why, like my my last week's picks were just were just awful because I I just had to play the odds, and of course, didn't work. No, didn't work at all for me. So, uh, hard to kill Saturday night, Tony. How much of the show did you uh, get to digest? I know you were playing from behind. I did not see the Brian Myers match, but I did catch the entire pay per view proper. I oh, did you really? Yes, I did. I squoze I squoze it in. And we're good to go. Um, let's just, I would just want to start right from the top here. What did you yeah, think of the new, it. what? I said, let's run through it. Go ahead. What did you think of the new commentary team? 
There were parts where I felt Matt Stryker was trying to be a little too smart for the room, but overall, a huge improvement. And, oh, and here's something I learned. Did you know that um, that Josh Matthews and Madison Rain were married? I thought I had what? read that somewhere. I thought somebody had mentioned it somewhere in talking about them. Am I mistaken? Did I hear wrong? Uh, you got to Google it. I'm looking it up now because that does not sound... It didn't sound right to me either, but I swear that's what somebody had said in talking about the show. I I, I either read it somewhere, I saw it somewhere. Uh, you're right. Boom! Ugh. They are married since 2015. Well, there you go. Tony is the impact expert, despite what Kevin says. Ah, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. That's a that's a good pull. Where'd you get that from? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> that's why I had to ask you. It was so out of the blue. I was like, "Wow, really?" They divorced. Uh, she she's been married. Both of them have been married twice, and then she got divorced in 2015. They later that year, she married Josh Matthews. Wow, there you go. Maybe it was one of those uh, work breaking up the happy home kind of relationships. Dang. I don't know. Good for Josh. Yeah, good for Josh. Uh, Better for her. I don't know. No, good for Josh outcooked, outkicked his coverage, right? Josh outcooked his kick, yes. Yes. Something like that. She's, a, she's a good, she's nice. Uh, she retired. Yeah. She announced her retirement on the pre-show, too. She's stepping away from the wrestling business to pursue an uh, like an acting career, I think. Well, good luck, sister. And uh, and Matthews is out. He became some sort of behind the scenes executive thing or something. I think. No? Yeah, he's a senior producer. Promotion. There you go. To senior producer. There you go. All right, so we get um, Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown, which I also agree. It's fucking a thousand times better than Josh Matthews and Madison Rain. Uh, I could. I thought. I knew what this match was to open the show. I would just, I don't, I don't know. This is a weird opener to me. Um, Tony's girl, Rosemary and crazy Steve against uh, Caleb with a K and Tennille Dashwood. I thought this was a real weird, like, I don't know. I just thought it was flat. It wasn't bad. It was just like kind of there. And I was like, nah, there was, there was a lot that, that just seemed contrived. Uh, I still don't understand how Tennille Dashwood is, was wrestling. I don't think she's gotten any better, dude. There were quite a few times where they were just kind of standing and staring. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. I just, I, it was just kind of there for me too. Uh, Kevin, welcome back. Hello. Kevin, let me ask you pop quiz, Kevin. Uh-oh. Do you I know like who this. Madison Rain is married to? Oh, I did. But I don't. Tony pulled it out of his rear end. She's married to Josh Matthews. No, she's not. Yes, she is. No, it's not real. What do you mean it's, it's not, not? I it's just not looked real. it up. There's no way that's real. All right. Kevin, thoughts on the opening match? Did you get to see the opening match? I'm sorry. I don't want to assume. Hey, what of what of uh, of hard to kill? Yeah. Of course. What do you think of Crazy Steve and Rosemary against uh, Caleb with a K and Tennille? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I'm not to criticize anything. I think that they. I think that I love Crazy Steve and Rosemary back together. 
Uh, I think that Caleb with a K and and Tennille are fine. I think all the characters work and they mesh because they're so polar opposites. So I, I, it was it was fine for me. I, I enjoyed. Listen, I enjoyed the whole show. I know it, I just literally just jumped ahead, but I had no problem with it. Yeah, I don't know. It just didn't as an opening match. It just didn't do it for me. Uh, and I think once you've seen uh, Tyler Breeze do the thing with the selfie stick, um, I don't think you're going to find anyone that does it better. You know, like the selfie Steve thing. Scott. Who? <laughs> selfie superstar. For who? <laughs> Steve Scott. For what? The Elks Lodge? He's the man. GCW. Is he in GCW? That's right. Uh, like still today? Yeah, he, oh. he just he just came back. He just returned. Oh, no shit. All yeah. right, well, still, it's not better than Tyler Breeze. Nah, it is. It's better. He's the originator. He's the OG? That's right. Steve Scott. OG. The OG self-E. All right. Um, this is uh, this was a fun match, I thought. I loved... I like this, this, this six-man tag match. I love Eric Young's stable, Violent by Design. Um... My wife watched the show with me and Aunt Money. Um, Fuck. I should have had my phone recording, but the watch along is coming. Uh, she said Joe Doring looked like the Fundertaker. What's the Fundertaker? <laughs> uh, she said he looked like the Undertaker, but she just gave him the name Fundertaker. Because uh, he's a fun Undertaker? I don't know. Because he's a fake Undertaker? I don't know. I can't believe oh, he wrestled gosh. in fucking cowboy boots. Joe Doring is he adds such a great element to to Eric Young's character because like you just don't expect a guy that looks like that to like listen. There's nothing there's nothing that super stands out about Joe Doring other than his size, but he just looks creepy, and that works perfect with Eric Young's uh, new new group. I think it's Violent by Design. I think they called it. Yes. So. Uh, it just like he's a guy like, like he's not super jacked. He's just tall. He wears cowboy boots. He wears a cowboy's hat. He wears a man fur. It, it, it's just a weird, like sinister, like creepy look that doesn't like it doesn't look creepy, but it's creepy. Like that's how it works. And then, then with Diener as well, it's just fantastic. Kevin, let me. I don't, now I don't watch Impact on the regular, but this is the first time I've seen Joe Doring not in jeans and actually in tights. Was this his first match? Matt, that's a great question. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. It, there's a lot of pop quizzes tonight. I don't know if he if he had just been doing... And I watch every week, too. Um, he, he may have had a match. I think, I, think, I think they may have had a tag match or a match. Joe Doring against... Uh, or was that against Jake something or was it Eric Young? I forget. But um but it, it's the first time I've seen him in like those boots though, that's for sure, as a as a wrestler. But I, I'm mad. I, I'm I'm blanking. I honestly don't know if he's had a match on impact or not. Um I can go back to my tweets and try to figure it out. But I, I, I just nuts. love the group. Yeah, the group is great. And Joe Doring looked awesome. The reason I went with this pick, Tony, now that I think about it, I thought this was gonna be where cousin Jake gets the win over Cody Diener. That's got to be a single thing. I yeah, think. I guess it's coming, huh? So, uh, if it, you if have, it, you have Tommy Dreamer on the team, that means they're losing. I'm sorry. Oh, boo. Tommy Dream is like Silas Young in Ring of Honor in 2019. I like the guy, but he's not winning. I mean, it's fair enough. Yeah, but, but when you put him on a team with a guy who they probably have huge plans for and, and Cousin Jake, 
and and even Rhino, like Rhino, like I know it was like last minute they had to make a change, but he won the, you know, whatever that battle royal thing was for for a title shot. So I mean, Rhino is still plenty in the mix, but I I agree with with the whole Dreamer thing though, a little bit. Yep. Uh, my wife got a kick out of the thumbtacks. My wife. And then she wanted me to. Uh, uh, Aunt Money was like laughing and then she was like oh he has a thumbtack in his butt and i was like you want me to text him and ask him if it hurts she's like yeah text him and see if his thumbtack still hurts his butt fucking matt dropping fucking names over here hey. you got joe doring's number joe doring no eric young maybe oh eric young uh after this match oh i'm sorry tony that was me oh sorry kevin you got you got, EY, you got ey's number in there? i got a lot of things kevin i'm a man of many things Spoons in the porridge, baby. I'm gonna, need I, you to, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need you to text me that. I wear many different hats. Not tonight. No, I just gotta Tight wear this one, one, one. fucking dumb thing. It's making my head sweaty. Take it off, dude. I don't care. No! No, 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 I gotta. I'm doing it. I'm just afraid to put the the cans on top. I don't want to fucking zap myself. I don't know if that's even possible. It would be great if you like spliced a a can in half, like a soda can, and <laughs> made those your headphones tonight so you'd be all aluminum the voltage through those headphones is probably so low even if you did get a shock it'd be like a like a yeah i don't even want that it'd be like touching a doorknob after you rub your feet on the carpet wait we're talking about him possibly getting shocked shock master yeah that's what he was complaining about i wasn't complaining i was voicing my concerns okay you're not gonna get a shock it's foil Just don't go in the microwave. You'll be fine. I'm staying right here. I'm right here in the seat. Uh, after this match, we get the segment with Swan and Chris Sabe in their meeting. Uh, we got news Friday that Shelly is out. He doesn't have COVID. Uh, he just couldn't be there. And he put a so video out Saturday morning. You know what, Kevin? On paper, disappointing. When we get to the main event, I think uh, I think otherwise. So we get the segment with Swan and Saban, and it plays back to Genesis last week with the whole Rich Swan Moose thing, where Moose quit the I Quit match because he was going to pilmonize Willie Mack. And Rich Swan says, Willie Mack would be here. And Rich Swan is hot. He don't want a team with fucking Moose. He wants Willie Mack or Alex Shelley, but he's got Moose. That's what Scott Demore said. Uh, And Moose comes in and says, he hates everybody. He's here to win. He's a team player. He did it in football. He played football with guys he didn't like, but the goal is to win at the end of the day, and then he sits down. Uh, I thought this was awesome. I am, like, all in on the Moose. Yep, 100%. Moose cut the promo of a lifetime here. The dude's a fucking star, and we'll get to it later on in the main event match, but this fucking promo got me lit for this thing. I was like, all right, fucking Big Moose, he's here to fucking break some faces. I love it. Love this promo. Kevin, thoughts on the promo? None. All right. <laughs> uh, on to the Knockouts Tag Team Championship Tournament Finers. Finals. Finals. Fire and Flavor. Finers. Took on uh, Havoc and Nevia. There's uh, nothing finers in being in your diners. That's right. What do you guys think of this one? It Everybody was... loved it. Everybody loved it. I mean, what do you want? I, 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 I'm not the kind of guy that goes through every match and just like criticizes it or, or talks about it. I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed both. I enjoyed both teams. I think 
No, I think I think Tasha and, and Hogan are 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 great. And I think their stuff, their backstage stuff, their personality is just in, in, incredible, and and they, and they do everything well. With that being said, I'm upset that I lost this. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I probably would have enjoyed it more. I don't know. Like it was good. It wasn't great. I think that Hogan and Steele's winning was the right call because them being like little shit heels and like fucking with the big girls, I think that's going to play out to a lot better storylines in the future. And plus it was just so much fun seeing them fucking beat the big girls, man. Come on. You, you, you got to love that. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Tony, Tony, what about your thoughts on the knockouts titles? I mean, they're fine. They, they look nice. They're, they're nothing super special, but they're nice looking belts. I thought it was kind of weird. Like they, they were just like, oh, look, Gail Kim's here and she's bringing the belts in. And hey, Madison, go bring the other belt. It was just fucking weird. It was. Oh, really, I, thought, I, thought it was I thought that was cool. But it was weird. It was so out of the blue. Like all of a sudden they're like, oh, look, Gail Kim's here. I don't know. And, no. the, and you see the, ref, the referee shoved uh, fucking Nivea and fucking what's her nuts Jessica out of the ring Havoc. too to make not, sure that they weren't in the ring when they were presenting the belts. I'm like, yo, you got to go. You got to get the fuck out of here. Not Nivea. 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 Whatever. Uh, I keep thinking Noxima for some reason. I don't know why I have that. Zima. I'm going to ask an inappropriate question. And for the lady listeners out there, I don't care. Did you? Were you waiting for Jessica Havitt's tits to just fall out? No, but I'll tell you this much. You know how they had the matching Always. like fishnets over their legs? Yeah, I it, was, guess. it was trippy on TV, right? Not so much Nivea, Nivea, but fucking Havoc. It was like blurry. Like it, I thought my eyes were getting fucked up. It was really weird. See, my wife said the same thing about Nivea and her because it. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I thought they were, because we were talking about it during the match, and I thought that Havoc's because she has the tattoos under her, and you could kind of see them. But then Nevea got in the ring, and uh, it like the way the camera was like, I don't know, the the pants were trippy. I do think the right tag team won though. Um, the tag yeah. team, the way they work as a tag team, Kira Hogan and um, Tasha Steeles, they're awesome. Yeah, I agree. Um, and the, the the juice was behind them the entire time, like no matter what. And every little program they were in, like every little like backstage segment they were in, the cards all pretty much aligned for them at some point to 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 get these belts. And it it makes sense because that's again that's who they were behind. And I think that Havoc and Nevaeh will get a run. And I still think they're the best tag team in Impact Wrestling, but it is totally this totally jives. It's it passes the smell test. And dude, their stuff with Fala was hysterical. Like you just go back and watch the stuff with Fala, it's so good. And uh, of note, the referee for that match, Baby Hebner, made his return to the promotion. I thought it was somewhere he was retiring. Yeah. He was leaving uh, NWA. Is that where he was? Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I thought he was retiring for like forever, ever. It's oh, like well. the it's like the Titanic when it starts to sink, everybody jumps off. So nobody wants to be associated with the your dead promotion again. It's back to being a dead wasteland. So enjoy. Well, I think it's. I don't think it's about. People want not wanting to be associated with a dead promotion. I think it's about, hey, I still have to make money, and if they're not going to run, why would I work for them? Good point, Kev. Good point. I was making a joke. It's the fucking foil hat ruins everything I try and do now. Take it off, Matt. Take the hat I off. No, I'm committed you've your, to this. You've done your penance. Hey, listen, Matt, I was the one that laid this punishment down. I can rescind it. You're good. You paid your penance. No, I'm comfortable now. The, the, the cans are on good. I feel good. We're talking impact. Hard to kill. Um, you look good. Thank you. I feel good. good. 
Feel very nice t-shirt too. By you've the way, you've been following up on the DDPY, yeah, bro. I, I swear to God, you're looking a lot healthier. I have. My wife said something about my arms. She said my arms are starting to look good. I'm getting, I'm getting those jack straps. I'm going to order them this week. Yeah, I'm I've been doing push-ups at night too, trying to. to... Nice. Are not... you doing slows? Or are you just ripping no, through? just regular push-ups? I just got to get like it's. I'm not doing anything crazy. I think the. I think I topped out at seven last night. Nice. Seven's a star, brother. That's pretty good. But I, fucking, I don't think I could do seven right now. My knee made this weird cracking sound on Saturday, mm-hmm. so it kind of hurts a bit. So I took should yesterday try, off. Should I, try to do, should I try to do seven push-ups right now? Oh, yes. Yes. All right, hold on. All right. All right, here we go. We got some live entertainment, folks. Kevin's going to do some s- seven push-ups. What do, you, what do you bet he fucks his computer up trying to do no, this? No, no. I think he gets, I'm going to say five. Right, let's see if his form's good, first of all. All right. Ass up in the air. One. One. Yeah, he's not even going all the way. Two. Three. He might get this. Four. All right. All right. I like it. All right, Kevin. Woo! Props to Kevin. Kevin. Props to you, bro. (laughs) Are you breathing? It ain't easy. Holy shit, he's wet. <laughs> now, Kevin, props to you, bro. That Tony, you go over there cackling like a hyena. When was the last time you did push-ups, right? Me? No, okay. not probably college. You. Yeah, so it's fun. It's not. It's not easy. No, it's not. It's really not. So, uh, it's not a ba- oh god, that basement's unforgiving. By the way. Yeah, I was sitting on the fucking floor in the living room the other night doing a puzzle with Rhiannon, and I had oh. to get up. Oh my god. It's the worst. I felt like the fucking Tin Man. Um, so Kevin did four push-ups. Props to Kevin. I probably could have done five, actually. Uh, so we talked about Brian Hebner. We see a backstage skit. The, the K wants to watch Taya's back. Taya doesn't want the help, but uh, eventually she decides maybe it's a good idea. Uh, this is this is when Kevin probably fucking came all over his fucking his house, this next segment. Ace Austin and, and Madman Fulton come to the ring. Ace is pissed off. He won the he won the Super X Cup. Uh, he doesn't have a match tonight. He should be in the X Division match. He's like, we should make it a four-way. I'm like, fuck, this is going to fuck my picks up. And then here comes old Scott Demore, And he says... Camera, camera time Scotty. <laughs> and he says... He's got he's to gotta, he's gotta be in at least one segment on the show every week. He got to get... He got paid him bills, too. Listen, I love Scott Demore as a person. Incredible. Yeah, he's... I'm going to make a match now, guys. Yeah. Let, me, let me do this here. And he <laughs> said uh, he said no to the X Division title match, but there was someone here who's always ready, and here came Matt Cardona. You know it, baby. Always ready, Matt Cardona against Ace Austin. Very short. A madman Fulton interference case gets us to DQ. Uh, Cardona wins. I know there's a lot of people that listen to this that are in the Discord that don't like Cardona, I actually really like this. Uh, see, Matt, I I appreciate that because you also didn't hate his his spot in AEW either. No. And I thought, hit, like, he looked great with Ace Austin in the ring. And I don't know if it's one of those things, like, we've talked about it on the Wednesday Night Show. Like, Brian Cage only looks good when he's with a smaller guy that can bump and do – I don't know. It just – they look great. Cardona it, looked great it, with Austin. It, to me, though, it actually kind of looked weird. Like, because Cardona is so much bigger than Ace. And people don't realize that. Like, in the land of WWE, Cardona is 
a relatively smaller guy. But he goes to impact. He he towered over uh over eight Austin and him just like throwing punches on him. It, it, it looked it looked good, but it, it took a little took a couple minutes to get used to. Like he more matched up with Madman Fulton than he did uh Ace Austin. But I'm always happy when the guy gets a shot because listen, no one's triggered the wrestling community more than one word Cardona in 2020 and 2021 do you, gets triggered. Do you, do you guys remember when uh, a certain somebody shit on uh, Scott Demore over the summer? Oh, me? I didn't do that, did I? No, I have audio, though. Can I play it for a second? Yes. I like Scott. Mark's playing with toys. <laughs> oh, there's a camera. Hi, I am Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Do you hear it? For AEW World Champion. Yeah. And this is... What game are you going by now, buddy? It's hard to keep track. Got it. Ooh. Oh, wow. Huh. Well, I'm going to take this and uh, tell Scott, uh, what's what your boss's name? Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- tell him I said hi, okay? Really? I'm just kidding. Tell that fat <laughs> to lose my number. God, I love MJF. Tell that fat fuck to lose my number. How great is that? <laughs> MJF is uh, a national treasure. Tony, what do you think wait, about wait, a natural, a national what? <laughs> Tony, what did you think of this, this Cardona? <laughs> okay, you were going to ask me? I did. I said, what do you think about the Cardona appearance? Fine. It was actually fine. I'm not, I'm not big on the uh, MC guy either, but as long as he stays away from the Long Island AZ nonsense, I'm, I'm okay with him. It's coming back, bro. He filed trademark for it. That and the major pod network they, they filed trademarks for. Why can't he be Long Island Ice C for Cardona? Because he's always yeah. ready with a Z. They're starting a, uh, a podcast network. Great. Yeah. Woo. 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 So Kevin's got Let's the inside see. track. Love it. Love it. The Shining Wizards will be on the Major Figure Podcast Network uh, coming to the airwaves. Probably not. No, every I, Monday night. Probably not. Why Should not? that be Kevin's punishment? I, don't, I think Broski's soft. I think Broski kind of, I think Broski kind of likes me a little bit more now, but he still doesn't know who I am. I get, I get, I get the notifications of a like every now and then All right, from that's, him. Hey, that's good. That's about it. Don't sell yourself short, K Dog. I mean, look, they're no Rantium Radio, but oh, the finest in in internet radio. Yes, broadcast what, journalism. That what's is. it? Fucking wow, Shining Wizards Network is the finest. Two thousand and six internet radio, fucking Rantium Radio. You don't you even listen. Now, thank you. Yeah. Who is? What show? Everybody. Everybody who's anybody's listening. Look, I don't humble brag here. I don't know if you the listen to the Wednesday watching. night. I don't know if you listen to the Wednesday night show, but Crowbar and John Stone Stamos's hair were uh, were watching the Wednesday night show on Facebook. Yeah, you know who watches Monday night? John Stamos's genitals. Is that a thing? Fresh, freshly shaved, thanks to Manscaped. You know, he's got that luxurious hair here. Not so much down there. Really? Keep that shit clean. Even after all the oh, yogurt I heats? I got something for the read. Uh-oh. All right, but we're not at the read. We're still yes. talking hard to kill. That's true. And I saw on uh, Instagram that Impact said Zack Ryder signed with them. Is that, or Matt Cardona? I heard the opposite, but I don't know for sure. All right, cool. We'll have to I follow can, up with that. Maybe I'll look into it as we uh, as we do this. Maybe I'll, Maybe there's some little hidden Easter egg somewhere. 
Um, the next match was the three-way for the X Division Championship. Manic against uh, Chris Bay, and uh, if you can't take the Rohit, stay out of the kitchen. Um, That's right. And this was fucking awesome. Uh, I thought Stryker and D'Lo did a great job telling the story. How it was a, a brawler against a high flyer against a technician. Uh, I I could do without the... Uh, I don't know. I mean, they I tried... I don't, the, I don't like... I don't like this, and just I'm probably jumping the gun, but we can maybe we can get circle back to it. Striker and D'Lo pales in comparison to Josh Matthews and Madison Rain. See, now I don't watch the show on the regular, but I think they're much better than Josh Matthews and no. Madison Rain. No, they're not. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I wasn't always. I was listen. I loved Josh Matthews and Tough Enough, and I loved him in his. Quest to be a wrestler. He did some of that stuff with with Hogan's company. Remember that like weird company that Brian Knobs and Jimmy Hart and and Hulk Hogan started. It was like Hulk Hogan and Kurt Henning were in like the main event is in Australia or some shit or some Europe. European no, it was, thing. W, it was WXO. It was here. W no WXW. You're right. WXW. And Josh Matthews was on that card as a wrestler, and then they brought him in as a commentator, and I didn't hate him. He was good. He was really good. Then they got to Impact TNA for a long time was okay that I started to not care for him again. But then when Madison Rain jumped in and him and Madison Rain worked together, I guess, I don't know, maybe because they're married. Who knows? I don't, I don't know, which I still can't believe for the life of me. But I, I love them. And Madison Rain brought a lot to Josh Matthews' game, I thought. And there's something about having two totally different voices, like in contrast, like that don't sound the same. Like two guys, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like. Madison Rain and Josh Matthews were so good, and Josh Matthews deserves a lot of credit for being that good. And Madison Rain was tremendous. And now Matt Stryker, who I was never a big fan of because he always tried to sound smarter than everyone else, um, he knows what he's doing. He's great, but when you try to sound smarter, and there's a lot of stammering and stalling and, and hemming and hawing and uh, in their commentary, I just maybe maybe it'll take some time to get used to. But I already miss Madison Rain and Josh Matthews. Well, but, but I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, how many shows have Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown done together? You know, if they were just thrown in on this one, uh, I do agree. Uh, I think match, I, I mentioned earlier that Matt Stryker does try to come across a little smarter than the average bear. Uh, there was quite a bit of quiet, especially during the main event. But I think overall, I think they did a great job. No. And if he, if he said, Matt, he, I had a counter out at some point during the show. How many times Matt Stryker said our sport? It's a great addition to our sport. Oh, this is the best thing for our sport. Our sport. He's the best wrestler in our sport. Our sport. He said it, Matt. I'm telling you, go back and watch it. He said the phrase, our sport, a million times. Literally, a million times. He said it one million times. Sure. That's six zeros. No, wait. Yeah, six zeros. I didn't really have a problem with it. I thought they did an excellent job. I enjoyed it. I didn't. I do not like Josh. I, I, I already missed Madison Rain. Um, did a great job. These guys in this three-way for the X Division Championship. Yeah, they did. Uh, I'm a little. Don't try and. It's fucking TJP. Just say it's fucking TJP. No, it's not. We don't know who it shut, is. Sh- <laughs> shut up. Okay, he's got all the same fucking tattoos. At least if you're gonna look, if you're gonna do the gimmick, wear a fucking bodysuit. Okay, comes out with the same hoodie. You could tell with the fucking paint on too, and they were like, "Who, who? It looks like TGP, TJP. Who is this man? We don't know for sure. We still can't tell." 
But uh, I thought the match was excellent, and the finish was hot. And I was really, I was looking for Rohit to pull. At this point, I had lost the six-man match, but I was still in it. I was still set up to tie Tony. Uh, But we all fucking shit the bed. Me and Kevin went with Rohit. He's our boy. Tony went with uh, Chris Bay, which, I mean, look, any one of these guys walking out X-Division champion is not a bad thing. But Manic retains. And uh, damn it. Yeah, yep. I'll never not root for Rohit, I think, ever again in my life. So this kind of stinks. And I love Chris Bay as well. I think he's a great presence, a great – he's good at everything. He's good at social media. He's good at He's good at promos. He's great in the ring. He's just awesome. And, of course, TJP is TJP. He's a veteran. He's on his way to being one of the best, you know, lightweights, cruiserweights, exhibition guys of all time. So it, you, you can't go wrong with these three boys. And to finish off the story proper, Manic got the pinfall on Rohit. So if you've been watching Impact like Kevin, you know that there's been the reason why Manic is the champion is because TJP was he couldn't beat Rohit. Couldn't. Yeah. So he was never allowed. He to was challenge. never. He wasn't allowed to get another title shot. I think that's what it was. So having Manic pin Rohit after Chris Bay did all the work means I'm sure we're going to see a Chris Bay Manic thing going forward, which is a home run. And hopefully, you know, this elevates Rohit. I think he can move out of the X division and and up. I agree, Matt. I agree, hundred uh, percent. We saw we see Tony's girl Alicia next. She doesn't want Eddie. She's pleading with Eddie to let her go out there, be part of uh, barbed wire massacre, which we'll get into in a couple minutes. Uh, <laughs> it was so like the last episode of Impact was so funny. She was like locked in like a cage, like a storage locker. <laughs> yeah, okay. it was just like. It's I love impact, but it's like when you don't have like like the the funds or the resources to make stuff look really good, it just looks so funny. And she's like in like literally like a, a cage, like a storage unit cage, and she can't get out of it. And and it's like a security camera. It's just ah, oh, so good. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> uh, we had our knockouts champion Diana Parazu with Kimberly and Susan. Uh take on Ty Valkyrie who was flanked by the decay uh this breaks down real early and the referee sends everybody to the back uh I want to give Sue Young props I love this fucking Susan character I think it's hysterical um and then they did more with it on social media where she has that that footage from her phone and she's like I have a problem with the referee I just think it's real fucking funny how she keeps reinventing herself uh the match itself i thought was a a good match i wish they had a little more time i thought they told a great story uh but diana came out on top i liked how she put her in that finisher move and i feel like a verbal submission is a better story than somebody tapping their hand well i mean the tap out didn't really come into to play until like semi-recently right like like but you go back to all submissions, like in, in in wrestling, like it would always be like, but you never saw someone uh, smash their hand until like I think until UFC came around right. and got really big pot in MMA. So like the verbal, like yeah, like I give up. Like there's sometimes you don't even know a match is over in a submission move because of uh, the re- all you see is the referee just calling for the bell. But uh, I love I I agree with you about Susan 100. percent It's like kind of like the new age three faces of Foley for a female character because now you have you have uh Sue Young who's mankind, you have Susie who's like dude love, and then you have uh you know Susan who's not quite cactus jack, but you know where I'm going with 
that. Absolutely. With it, it it's yeah. her depth as a character to me is so phenomenal, and she's good at every single one of them. So, uh, I agree. I, I I thought Taya would win this only because, just like Hogan and Steels, she's involved in everything. Like if if you go back to like how much TV time a person gets on Impact Wrestling, Taya is there a lot. So you always kind of lean that way in terms of who's going to win a match. But Deanna Perazu is, is just so good and just so, so big time player that even though I got the pick wrong, I don't care. The outcome is fine. Tony, I, I know you're a big fan of Deanna Perazu being the impact wrestler of the year. So how'd you feel about her uh, retaining here? This was fine. I don't think the result was any question to me. I mean, Deanna Perazu, you don't, you don't have somebody win not only your woman of the year, but your wrestler of the year. Or do you? Like the beginning of 2021 and lose the title right away. Or do you? have big deals for him, uh, for her. Uh, Ty is very questionable. She might be leaving for, for other pastures. I don't know if they're necessarily green. Um, oh, and she had a hell of a run when she was impact champion. And I think Deanna needing this win to cement herself over a, you know, a former long-term champion uh, the, the result wasn't questionable. I mean, Deanna's very good as a technician. I'll give her that. She picks a body part, manipulates it. She's she's very educated in the ring. There were very few spots in this match where I was like, wow, really? Like, the two of them, they couldn't figure this out. But overall, hell of a match, and they played well off of each other, I thought. Wow, look at that. Tony not only picks champion, but now he's complimenting Diana Perazu. This is Look, groundbreaking you, stuff. They were here. talking so much shit about her. The only match I had seen was that fucking tournament match, and that match was dog shit. Yeah, Matt, no. you, all four of their faults. Matt, did you did, did, did you see how scientifically he broke that down? I love it. If if he if he's invested, he's good. It's when he does the Indian legs and then he punches out. That's when I have to worry. That was the uh, ah, put your stinking stinky feet. Out of my face. Hey, we had to see your legs, dude. Don't fucking don't... shit on my feet. Um, I got chicken legs. <laughs> Kevin loves that. Oh, God. Stinky you know what freaked my and... kid out the other day? I was clapping with my feet like this. You're like a seal. You're like a, <laughs> like a simian. Jesus Christ. Like a fucking otter or, or a seal. Uh, well, no, Ke- otters, they don't clap with their feet. <laughs> Kevin, what like orangutans t- clap at their feet? We got that comedy right? skit with AC Romero and Johnny Bravo. This is still a thing going on, huh? I did not, re- Matt. I did not realize this was still a thing going on. Uh, no, no. I mean, I in, until I saw it. it uh, uh, Johnny Bravo is such a weird, a weird cat, man. And I listen. I love it. What, now, Matt was AC. I actually missed this. Was AC Romero fat? AC Romero, or, or is he? Did he look svelte? Uh, he's oh, still no, he a, was big. he's still he a was bigger big. fellow, but not as big as he has been. And that was super mean the way I questioned that. By the way, that's okay. I apologize for that. Um, uh, from, we'd get that weird little thing where he went into the women's locker room and he found something, and it seems uh, like yeah. Larry D is framed by a knockout, but we don't know who. And this leads us to the Karate Man and Ethan Page. Boys, this. I got. I, I got. You had to fucking pick this thing. I'll be honest with you. What the fuck, dude? What in the fuck? That's a match. That's a, that's a big oh, match. Come on. 
But Matt, I don't know. It, it made the dirt sheet something that he had put. Did you see? All I right. did. I have so, it in my notes right here, Mr. Kevin. All right, oh, so, fuck him, big fucking crybaby fucking idiot. All right, so this was not – this should have never gotten out, by the way. What, the his thing or the, his thing. the match? Someone in – and I guess it's okay to say now because it's already out. Someone in, like, our – you know, the, the, the podcast, the major – he posted that in the Major Wrestling Figure podcast group. And then someone put it on Reddit. And people are not happy. In the group? And people said – if people in the group are not happy with the the person that sent it to the sheets and sent it to Reddit, and and uh, Julian's taking a little uh, Ethan Page is taking a little break from social media, not because of it. He was going to do it anyway, but now I I I I don't blame him at all for taking a break because someone in that group is a troll and a mole and literally sent out something that was designed just for the people that that support you know Hawkins and Ryder and him. So how mad are they at you, Kevin? Dude, you think I would do that? Yeah, your balls. First of all, I don't even know what Reddit is. I don't even know how to Reddit. It's Wolf Reddit. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um. Look, whether or not he meant for it to get out, here's the bottom line. He's no longer with the company. What did he think they were going to fucking do? Seriously. First of all, I wouldn't even put the fucking thing on the pay-per-view if it was me, but I well, get what why it have, they what did it. Would it have killed him? Like, listen, it's... To all due respect to Impact, everyone knows how much I love it. Would it make a iota of a difference if they played what he wanted as opposed to what they played? If it was the only pass I'll give them is if it was a timing issue and his was longer. I don't know that to be true or not. It's the only thing. Here's here's what I would like to know. Why even fucking bother? Because they needed time to set up that fucking awful match with the fucking barbed wire and shit. That's why they did it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but during this pandemic era, you could tape shit, right? You could have fucking replayed the Brian Myers, Josh Alexander match from the pre-show while they set up the fucking barbed wire bullshit. It could have been yeah. cut in, cut into pieces just to fit that a lot of time. Now, from my point of view, I knew what this match was going to be, and I thought it was fucking hysterical. It's, <laughs> it was exactly what... And look, I felt bad the next day when I read this guy kind of like being like devastated. Like he saw he had a vision and and they and they gave him this. It's like he was thinking filet mignon. They gave him a hot pocket. Uh, He left the company, though, dude. Look, I get it. For me, though, I thought this was awesome and it was hysterical. And it like it. I thought it was what it needed to be. It was quick. It was dopey. I mean, it's clear. Just as day that Manic and TGP are the same guy and Ethan Page and Karate Man are the same fucking guy. So there's no possible way for it to really happen. So the way they did it, I got a kick out of it. Again, from an artistic, like he had a vision and maybe he conveyed it to them and they were like, yeah, no problem. We'll make it happen. He had a whole, no, he had it all. He had it all done. Like he had it all like taped and and ready to to, to shoot. And then they, they cut it up. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was hysterical, and I the did pick thing- Ethan Page uh, in this just because I had I had to find another match to go against Tony, and I wasn't going against him in the six man, and I won against him in the barbed wire massacre, and I won against him in the women's match. Um, yeah, I, I just fucking was just throwing shit against the wall to see if it would stick. By this point, I was already out though because Taya lost, so it didn't yeah. matter. The one thing I did like was the bicycle kick. They uh, did it the was fun- hysterical. That was funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, but for, look, for, for what it was, it, it was what it was, and for Ethan Page to get all butthurt about it, bro, fucking get over it. Well, for, no. Well, first of all, he has every right to be butthurt about it because if, I mean, I'm not even remotely comparing it to the Montreal Screwjob, but if they tell you something and then something else happens, that's that can that can hurt your feelings. And I know it's a business, so you know, feeling schmealings. But if and then listen, I like Ethan Page, former guest of the show. I'm not a I'm not a huge Ethan Page mark. I'm not even remotely close to it, an Ethan Page. You know, fan as a as a performer, you know, he's talented in the ring, but as a cat, like whatever. Karate Man's fantastic, but but like if if someone tells you one thing and they they do something else, it's they might be in every their every right to do so, but it it still stings. Like and so and he didn't do this public. This was in a private group that only people that admins let in. Uh can see and someone decided to take it upon himself to share it with the dirt sheets and and be a you know a quote-unquote snitch if you will and now people are now people have the opportunity to shit on ethan page because of it and i don't think that's fair next match moving on we got don Callis. uh he runs in the moose in the back uh moose essentially said uh that no matter he tunes with no matter who he teams with he plays to win so once he wins tonight uh he'll go after swan's title and maybe he'll show up on AEW and take omega's title too super baby face again we're going hard with this moose thing i love it me too this leads us into this barbed wire massacre thing. Now, I didn't know what to expect. I still don't know if I can process exactly what the fuck was going on here. I was under the... Now, I may be dumb for thinking this, but I thought like this was taped like maybe this was a no-rope barbed wire match, but I don't know if that's too hardcore for Impact. Um, this was really weird. They had all sorts of contraptions. Uh, the barbed wire board wouldn't stay up in the in the corner. They kept trying to set it up. Yeah. They kept, trying to, kept falling down. Um, you fucking laughing, dude. Sammy Callahan, before the match started, was like fucking had a big smirk on his face. Uh, the match itself was sinister. The match itself served its purpose. I thought it was good. It was brutal. Is this it? Is this it? Please. Is With these it? two, I th- I think between so. the two of them, I hope so. You you had th- if there's a blow off match, what? this is it, right? You can't do anything more than a barbed wire massacre. I, well, it's been going on a lot longer than I thought it would have been. I mean. If they want to give us more of this, if they want to give us more Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan, like yeah, obviously you want to see people. I'm done with this. You want to see people move in different directions and develop different feuds, of course. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I just got, I love Sammy Callahan like so much. So whatever they want to do with him, that's fine. Matt, your opinion of the match overall? I want to get your take. I thought it was good. It wasn't a fucking five-star Tokyo Dome match. It served its purpose, though. I thought it was violent. I like the two, the pile driver off the second rope through the boards. Um, I like how, ironically, they both grabbed uh, each other's weapon of choice. Um, <laughs> the weird spot where uh, he knocked him to the outside and he caught himself on the, the weird chain that was hanging down. Um, you know, I thought it served its purpose. Uh, it was good. Um Eddie winning, I think, was, was good. And, uh, you know, w- we have to move on from this. They had to. I, I just I just felt like Eddie was not getting that, that one victory he needed. And he really needed this one. And I'm glad he got it. Um, 
a little bit too much with the giggles, especially Callahan. Like they kind of like were a little laughing too much. Like even even uh, Matt Stryker said at one point, he's like, "Oh, it's weird. It's almost like a sign of respect." I'm like, "Yeah, all right." It was it was a weird spot when they kind of swapped each other's weapons and shit. Like you figured Sammy would have been diabolical and took a cheap shot at him or something, you know, but it didn't fit in, which is really fucking weird considering these guys are supposed to hate each other. And the one thing that bugged the fuck out of me, two minutes into the match, Sammy Callahan blading on camera. They zoomed right in on that shit. I'm like, really? I'm like, what fucking cameraman was directing this shit? It was fucking bad, dude. When he's trying to wrap the barbed wire and Sammy's fucking gigging himself right on camera. That was bad. What are you going to do? It was, it was yeah. worse than Bruno gigging on camera bad. That Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, nothing's worse than Bruno gigging on camera. Nothing. Kev, what'd you think of the match? It was crazy. It was insane. Uh, the the Boston knee party is one of it's such a ridiculously hacky and corny name, but it, it when it's done well, it's it's good. So I absolutely uh, I, I loved it. It was wild. It was crazy. It, there were no kids, so it's not on the Nickelodeon show, Wild and Crazy Kids. But it was wild and crazy. And I listen again. I enjoyed the whole show, and I enjoyed this match. And I think that I don't know what is next for either one of these guys. So. That'll be an interesting thing. We'll find out tomorrow night on Impact. And, uh, you know, as always, you can find me live tweeting at the Shining Wizards podcast account, at Wizards Podcast. So, yeah, it was, yeah, man, I had, I had no issues with it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, now it's main event time. Before they get to the main event, they announced Rebellion for uh, April 24th. Fastlane. If you are a nerdy, dorky wrestling fan like me, then you notice that in the logo, there's a gold star, and inside that gold star is Kenny Omega's logo. Repeat that. The logo there's it says Rebellion, right? And then there is a gold star oh. underneath it, and inside that gold star is the Kenny Omega logo. So if you're a wrestling nerd like me, and I don't know how they would pull that off. So are we gonna get? I don't know. It's purely speculation. Uh, it seems like a far shot, uh, a long shot to get Abushi an impact. Oh, because that's the Golden Lovers uh, logo. If I'm corrected, it's the star with uh, the old Kenny your, Omega logo in the middle. Your boy, Matt Stryker, mentioned that it would be something else if all the champions came to impact. It would be great for our sport. It'll be a groundbreaking day for our sport. He our was a little too much with that. I do agree with Kevin. And we'll get, we'll get, we'll get to more of that as this match goes on. But Matt, I guess we're on the main event. We are at the main event. It was Kenny Omega and the good brothers against uh, Rich Swan, Chris Saban, and my man Moose. You know, you don't, you don't realize just how big Moose is until <laughs> he's face to face with Doc Gallows. Holy fuck. You realize how big he is until he gets in the ring next to fucking Rich Swan. Yeah, but it's yeah, funny because that's... Swan and Saban are about the same size. Uh, but yeah, the fucking with with fucking you, Jesus. I'll I'll tell you what the the pay per view was titled "Hard to Kill," but when I see like Rich Swan as the world champion, it's hard to believe. Ooh, hot yeah. Take. No, I'm look. I'm with Kevin. I think I said it when he won the title. I'm just it's it's not. 
it's, I don't think more... they did themselves any favors putting him in the match next to Moose. Clearly, he can go. The idea of the and this is the beauty of, of what they're doing here, and I don't know where it goes, and I don't know what it leads to, but the idea. I'll fucking fork over another forty dollars if you're going to give me a pay per view with Kenny Omega against Rich Swan as the main event. Yeah, no doubt in my mind that match would be fan- be fantastic. But it's just there's still that old school mentality when when you're the smallest guy in the match and you're the world champion, it just looks really really weird. And I'm not I'm not shortchanging Rich Swan at all. I think he's Whoa! <laughs> oh god, that wasn't wasn't even intentional. <laughs> sure. No, man, Tony, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, but yeah, it just looks odd. Like Moose, Moose will be the world champion. I think we can all kind of agree on that, right? Yes, I think that's the direction they're yeah. going. All right. So just get there, please. Please. I thought this match was awesome. I thought Moose looked like a million bucks. That fucking whatever, the Phoenix, the, what do they call it? The Phoenix Splash? Whatever he fucking did off the top rope with Kenny Omega was the scariest most amazing thing I've ever seen. Spanish fly. They did a Spanish fly, yes. didn't they? Yes. Yeah. You're a Spanish fly. Unbelievable. Uh, Moose doing, like, fucking standing backflips. Like, just fucking nutso. Um yep. And it's still... You had Kenny Omega show up at a Impact pay-per-view with the AEW world title wearing a Bullet Club t-shirt, which is a New Japan faction. Awesome. Well, is that that's 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 an old shirt too? That's something that he probably pulled out of his closet, right? It is. That's not, it is a, an old that's shirt. not a new gimmick. No, it was a Halloween shirt too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Kind of like ours. <laughs> I think. Uh, I thought this was awesome. I really loved. I really loved the match. Uh, I know Kenny gets the pinfall, uh, and the announcers told a great story. Like, like it seemed like the Good Brothers wanted Kenny to get the pinfall. Um, but man, this was all, all about Moose. And I would not be disappointed if you saw Moose show up on, on Dynamite in the future. See, now that's where we need to go, Matt. We just like, they, they, they did it well with the, with the good brothers there last week, I think. But if now, if you get now, now impact needs to like, as a roster strike back. And I, and Matt, you know how I feel, you know how I feel about invasion angles. You know how I feel about rivalries between companies. If they get like an impact strong presence on Dynamite, ooh, with Moose leading the charge, oh baby, I want to see Moose Hager. Is what I want to see. Not me. All right, great, Tony. Thanks for the. Thanks for. <laughs> I don't want to see Jake Hager and Moose, Kevin. Hot what do you team. mean? I don't First of all, they're, they're the exact no, same care. person. I don't, see I don't want to see it. No. If you listen, to, if you listen to them, to them talk, to they're the don't same promo. Don't want to see it. Don't want to see Jake Hager and Moose. Don't, 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 don't. Same promo, maybe, but but I don't think Jake Hager can can do the stuff Moose is doing. No, athletically, no. They're the same promo, though, for sure. They're, they sound like you close your eyes and you hear them talk. Jake Hager and Moose are the exact same person. Well, then they can't wrestle each other. I Unless mean, they do some Roddy Man shit, and then Ethan Page might get mad. There you go. Tony, what's your beef with Jake Hager? Nothing. I just don't want to see him wrestle Moose. I think Who Moose do you want to see wrestle Moose then? Um, from AEW. Nobody. Wait, what? Nobody. He should just come in and fucking break skulls and leave. What so, does he got to wrestle? And then how, so then, how does anyone get their? Wasn't my idea. Him? I don't want Moose to go to AEW. There, I said it. I let him fucking run Impact. What's wrong with running Impact? 
Not everybody's got to go to AEW. I don't know what his fucking whole thing is. Everybody should go to AEW. If, if the plan is an AEW versus Impact Feud, it's got to be more than just Omega and the Bullet Club. They beat, they beat the, the the good brothers went to Impact and beat the crap out of the entire uh, roster that was sitting at ringside. Oh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr., the fucking Jabberinos. Oh, very, very talented. Don't, di- don't disrespect the varsity blondes. Yeah, they're agreed. jobbers, dude. They're not. They got a couple wins under their belt. Oh, big, big fun. So Peter Avalon's not a jobber. He's on a winning streak. Brandon Cutler's on a winning streak too. He's not dude, a jobber. Pretty, pretty Peter Avalon is facing Cody Rhodes on Wednesday, bro. Pretty Peter Avalon Uh-oh. is trying to get back together with the fucking librarian. I think the two still kind of have a little something together. Yeah, Matt, what happened with that? Why is Pretty Peter Avalon not? One of the librarians anymore because he took lost. he took out his losing streak on her and she was done with it. But if you watched Being the Elite this week, you'll see that there might still be a little spark there between the two, a little sparkerino. Now, before we get to Being the Elite, can we just talk about the AEW World Champion pinning the Impact World Champion? And does that no nothing? Don't make don't make a big deal like oh he be- I hold on, dickhead. All right, we do a wrestling podcast. We talk about wrestling. It's not like when you and fucking Hot Dog Fingers did an imaginary tournament and you all agreed on who was going to fucking advance. And it was like, I think he would win. And you're like, I think he would win. Next match. I agree. Hold up. Time out. Kevin says he wants to see Hager take out Moose. And I said, I don't want to see it. Well, fuck you, Tony. Why don't you want to see it? Go fuck yourself. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not that. It's the AEW World Champion. They'll pin the Impact World Champion. Should should we see that as just for what it was? Matt, uh... pinfall during a six-man match or does it affect the status of the impact world champion no, no it's, it's in the porridge but i mean don't, if they can it, the thing is it seeds they can make something out of it if they want to right and i think they will commentary, I, commentary sure didn't commentary was like this is a great moment the champions and blah 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 and we'll see you next time okay i think this is perfect for moose to say i didn't get beat you got pinned. You don't deserve to be the champion. I deserve to be the champion. And there's your Moose Rich Swan feud. Please put the fucking belt on Moose. I'm sorry, Rich yeah. Swan is awesome, but he is not. As a, I was to steal a phrase from Tony Z, he's not championship material. There you go. And Kevin, I will grant you this: if Moose beats Rich Swan and he's got two belts, then let him go to AEW and say, "Yo, you may be Rich Swan, you didn't beat me." There you go. See? And ain't just Hager. Oh, God. Get, give me. Oh, all right, fine. All right. So who? See, here's the thing. Omega. Now. Like, uh, it, the AEW champion pinning the, the Impact World champion is fine. I think it actually benefits Impact, to be honest with you. I think it actually makes it better for them because now, again, like, Matt, like now tell me a story. Like Matt always says, tell me a story. Now the story could be Rich Swan showing up on Dynamite or Moose, who is still the TNA world champion. Let us not forget. They could show up and they could beat the shit out of, of, of Kenny Omega one time. I guarantee you Don Callis, who has the ear of Kenny Omega and Cody and all that, would let that happen. So you have, oh God, give me Moose. Give me Moose and Omega at, at, at at AEW Dynamite, give me Moose and Brian Cage again. I know they've 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 fought an Impact. No, Tony, this is this is Moose a good is thing. going against Omega. The whole shit with Callis, where he wasn't a team player. This is a, I just 
I love, and I think this is, I, I don't think impact is as, as short changed as people think it is. There's a lot of people watching impact. Obviously there's not 800,000 people watching impact, but there's a good like 300,000 people every week watching impact wrestling. And you throw them on, on AEW. Most of them are already watching AEW, but like you go, Oh, give me, I want Matt. I want, I want like a all out invasion. I want like a brawl with Moose and Josh Alexander and, you know, the Motor City Machine. I want Motor City Machine Guns and Young Bucks one more time, man. Just give me that one more time. Give me uh, Rich Swan in there with, you know, uh, Ray Phoenix. Just give me, give me something, baby. I'm saying. No, I'm with you. I, look, the, the possibilities are endless. And if it's done proper, it'll pay off. I think the beauty of it is they're not rushing this. Uh, great point. Perfect point. You know, actually. like as I, I am in and out of of the 2001 invasion. Like I'm right there. I'm right, right <laughs> after King of the Ring. You've been on that for like four years now, Matt. Uh, well, I, look, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of wrestling to watch during the week, Kevin. So when I, if true. I can find some time to bang out some Raws and Smackdowns, I will. But um, you know, if it's if you're gonna do it, like. <laughs> Like, like, think about, like, Lance Storm, Booker T, and DDP, and Mike Awesome. Like, they don't, like, maybe Booker T, but the rest, and yeah. DDP, they don't scream WCW. And I think if it was booked differently, like, yeah. I don't know, man. DDP and, as the stalker was not good. Oh, it was terrible. And Mike Awesome, had he been booked better in WCW, could have been that guy that could have, could have at least made you feel. Right. A little bit better about it, but he he was booked absolutely yeah. terribly. It's the fat chick thriller, and the the uh, that seventies guy, guy, right? right? The fat chick thriller and uh, yeah, that seventies guy. I think right? Yes. Or is it the same gimmick? I don't know. Uh, they announced EY against Rhino and Kimberly and Susan against Jordan Grace and Jazz for tomorrow night's Impact, and I'm sure we'll get more uh, as we get through the night as to what's going to be an Impact tomorrow night. But be sure to watch Impact on Twitch or Access TV, and follow Kevin at Wizards Podcast. He live tweets every Tuesday night. Uh, what would you guys think? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle for this pay-per-view. Everyone gives it a thumbs up. I thought it was awesome. I thought they did a great job, and I'm looking forward to Rebellion, which uh, I think last year was a two-night special because it was in the middle of right when COVID started. But it'll be our uh, our second Impact pay-per-view of the year, April 24th, and we'll be doing picks there. Tony will be defending his championship against myself and uh, Shining Wizards Kevin. Just to tie a bow on this, I feel like Impact gets a lot of rebirths and a lot of different things that happen with the company that make people tune in for the short term and not stick around. Like when the, the mass releases for WWE happened back in uh, after WrestleMania of last year, People were wondering where were these guys going to end up. A lot of them ended up in Impact. Good Brothers, Hawkins, Heath Slater. Um, and then now with this AEW thing, people are tuning in again. And I just want to say, if this doesn't last forever, stick around. Because Impact is just, it's such a good show. The talent they had there before this, this happened, before AEW and before uh, you know the releases from WWE, it's a good show, man. And I probably wouldn't have been as tuned in if it wasn't for the releases of WWE going there. I'll be, I'll be full frontal with that, but I'm still there, man. And it's, it's an awesome time. So just watch impact on Twitch. Cause that's how I, that's how I get it. So I, I just wanted to tie a bow on that. 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Rebellion as well and everything that this potential AEW Impact feud has to offer and impact going forward in general. And we'll uh, we'll be going forward in general. We got a bunch more to talk about. We'll talk a little AEW, MLW, some New Japan, um, Dark Side of the Ring. Some news broke. Uh, it's the 50th anniversary of one of the most boring wrestling matches in history, and it involves Tony' favorite wrestler Bruno San Martino. So if yes, you want to if you want to pontificate on that hot garbage, we could talk about that. <laughs> Kevin has a top five list. Tony's got games. Tony, what's wrong? You look like you're really. Oh, the the shits weren't wearing off now. We're getting ornery, Tony. What are you fucking oh. Ryback? What are you Ryback? My yeah. face feels great. Bruno San Martino is still the unliving legend. And you know what? <laughs> Fuck all y'all. You have halal today. Halal, how are you? Did you shit your drawers? <laughs> I had some plant based uh, White Castles Saturday night. And, Why? Uh, wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah, the Impossible Burgers. White Castle has Impossible Burgers yeah. now. Yeah, they're actually really good. And it's not the first time I've had them uh, because Ant Money, when he comes to the Casa, he drives past a White Castle, so I make him pick them up. Um, but, man, they did not agree with me Sunday, and I was like a fucking – it was bad. It was Please bad tell scene. me you shit your pants. You didn't, didn't shit your pants? No, I didn't shit my pants. I, I had Chinese food today for the first time. In your life? I had Chinese food for the first time since April of last year. Today. I was going to say, okay. How you feeling? You got the Kung flu? Like a million bucks, buddy. All right. Tony, no, what do we say? Yet. No bats. Wait, who says it? Who's the whose gimmick is this? Yeah, I don't fucking know. I don't Back after this? This? And this? And then this? And then maybe some of that? And then this? And then that? And then a little bit of this? And then this? And then that? And then this? This? That? It's like this and like that and like this and uh. It's like this and like that and like this and uh. Oh! Mixy, 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 mix. We can, we can, we'll be right back. After this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and Turnbuckle Throwbacks. In a world where Hollywood tries to tell you how to live while doing the exact opposite, where fresh ideas are tossed away for a cash grab reboot. Where the media has become nothing but propaganda and freedom is traded for what they tell you is security and safety. 
there is inconclusive breakdown. Your weekly look at current events and entertainment with no political correct BS. Just news and uncensored opinions everywhere you get podcasts. A proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Hey, this is Mike from the Midnight Jury. When you are done with this show, join my co-host Cal and I every week as we travel back to the last old school generation of the 80s and 90s to review the best and worst in pop culture, horror, and music on WLWstudios.com or the Midnight Jury feeds on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Player FM. Go back in time when it was all about VHS, arcades, and hanging out at the mall. And remember that every second Saturday of the month, we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RantEMRadio.com, which includes taking your calls. Once again, that's the Midnight Jury, where the 80s and 90s return from the dead on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and our home, WLWstudios.com. We'll see you there. Horns up. This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer, download the latest episode, and always remember... It's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Oh, Alan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. We right. Shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go way there. back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor. And on Podknife, also check us out on Twitter at the broadcast. That's B R O K S. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. All right, we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. And if you like what you're listening to, head over to patreon.com slash wizards podcast. And for as little as $1, $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and as you go up in tiers, you get more perks. If you hit the $3 mark, you're going to get a monthly watch along and two bonus shows. We are recording said bonus shows this Friday night. Uh, you won't be able to listen to them live. You will be able to listen to them if you are at the Patreon $3 tier. So uh, please be sure to sign up for that. Uh, we're going to take this time to thank those that support us. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Uh, our friend over in Austria, Mr. Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. 
Uh, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Ryan Arthur over at elementary.com. It's a local brewery here in northern New Jersey. If you need some brew and you're in Hackensack, check out elementary.com. Uh, Sean Toe and Sean Calejo. Uh, Brett Simonello. Uh, Kate the Great Hensler over at ondeckic.com. Also part of the Wednesday Night Show. And she does a, a podcast with Kevin Gill. What's good? Pro Wrestling. Uh, available where all your podcasts are found. So check out Kate. She is a beacon of light in this world of gross, disgusting men uh, who are wrestling fans. Matt Garifo, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the K. J. G. Uh, Maddie Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf, the other half of the Sign Girls. Her tag team partner, of course, Kathy Hummer. If you're not up to date on that, get in on it. Uh, Mark Parloni. Mark, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. You're like a 21-year-old girl who celebrates a birthday every week. Uh, Kenny Hossey, the Scotch Drinkmore of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, and the Yoshi expert over in our Discord. If you want to get in our Discord, just go to at Wizards Podcast. There's a link on Twitter. Sign right in. We have a good time over there on the Discord. Uh, Jake Cop, <laughs> big cop of pump, the only worthy member of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks that will support. Uh, fuck Choppy and his nasty feet. Uh, and Phil, he's okay. Phil's okay. Phil could do a little more, though, Phil. Come on, a little more hot dog fingers. Uh, they have a show every Friday night here on The Rant, Turnbuckle Throwbacks. They actually do a great job when it's just Phil and uh, Jay. Choppy's garbage. Get him out of here. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Moot Spock. Mott! <laughs> Michael Hammond. Uh, David Henry Bauer the third. Uh, his pal, Antonio Harseman, makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, Matthew Birch, he's the true prince of pro over there on the Twitter machine. Give him a follow. Uh, TJ Vegas, uh, the Bergman, uh, the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting. And last, but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean, Kevin. And you know what else I know? Support for the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Big news for 2021. Manscaped just released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over at all times. Who knew smelling this good could feel this good? Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement. Oh, yeah. From, for all your below-the-waist grooming needs. And I think this is a very important thing that we need to get out there. It's all not right. just about your balls, all right? No. You can put the cologne everywhere. I got the foot duster. I came oh. home the other night, and I was up I'm sit, sitting in my chair after work, and my wife, oh. she walked through the living room to get something. She was making dinner, and she stopped. She goes, what the fuck is that smell? I said, I said, oh, I got to go put my foot duster on. I ran upstairs. I grabbed my foot duster. I went down back on the chair. A couple spritzes of the foot duster. Woo, I let that motherfucker air dry, and she was like, smells good in here. What's that smell? I said, that's my feet, bitch. <laughs> the foot duster is the way to go. All right? Everyone knows Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all your below-the-waist grooming needs, but they don't stop there. Complete with your grooming, complete your grooming game with a new refined cologne. The cologne smells great. 
Oh. With the same signature scent that is in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to the collection. Light, approachable, and gentlemanly. And you all know wrestling fans, they don't know shit about being gentlemanly. No. All right? So, calming and inviting, this signature scent introduces a light citrus burst before settling into the anchoring notes of a woodsy, masculine finish. This spray cologne is even hypoallergenic, cruelty-free, dye-free, and 100% vegan. If you even give a fuck about that, and I know there's some weirdos out there that do, a vegan-free cologne, you can put it on you, you can eat it, low calories. I don't advise it. Don't eat it. Oh, yeah, don't eat it, yeah. This beautifully designed glass bottle makes a statement, and the manly scent is attractive to set the mood. Also, be sure to check out the Perfect Package 3.0 with all the essentials for your below-the-waist grooming needs, including the Lawnmower 3.0 trimming and crop formulations. Yes, I'm talking about ball deodorant and toner to keep your testes and besties. And now, now, you go over to Manscaped.com, you throw the code in Wizards, you save 20%, you get free shipping. Then, you screen cap it, or, uh, I don't know, you take a picture, whatever, you send it over to at Wizards Podcast on Twitter, uh, the Gmail, and that gets you in on our January giveaway. Now, we got a Kenny Omega AEW figure, right? And then Tony was like, Manscaped's going to send us shit. They sent us a ton of stuff. Ooh. Ball toner, ball deodorant, the shears. I don't even have the shears. I'm looking to clip those things off the desk. Um, the fucking the, the body wash, which I use regularly, which I'm going to have to order again soon, and I will use the code word wizards at checkout and save myself 20%. But you want to get in on that. Oh, you definitely want to get in on that. And boys, I used uh, I used it this weekend. Used it all. The nice. Manscaped. Because, listen, I'm preparing to go back out into the world at some point, right? All right. I got the first round of the vaccine. Got the second round coming up in three weeks. Once that happens, I'm going back out there. So I need to, I need to make myself proper, as you would say, Matt. Yes. I need to keep myself clean in all the appropriate areas. And I did it today. I did it. Used it. Looks good. It's, gonna try. it's still early, so I'm still going to you know, try a diff- couple different looks. But I'm telling you right now, once this world opens up, man, 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 you're going to want to look proper. And the only way to do that is with Manscaped.com. And it works like a charm. No nicks, no knacks, no nothing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Everything was perfect. Can I make Perfect a confession? Package. What's that? Can I make a confession? Yeah, Yo, when you're sure. done stuffing your face was... with a sandwich, you fat fuck. Yeah. Fuck off. I've finally got feeling in my face. I can fucking eat again, you cock smoker. Oh, how did we not even touch on that part yet? Oh, my God. It's over, Kev. I'm normal again. Um, so anyway, for some reason, I could not find my lawnmower on Saturday. What do you mean? I couldn't find it. It wasn't in the charging case. I don't know what the fuck I did with it. So... Went back to the old fucking face shaver, and I said, well, we're going to have to give this a go because my boys were fucking hairy as shit. Oh. Big mistake. Not once, not twice, not thrice, but quadrice? Four fucking nicks. I almost had a fucking full court press on them fuckers. Dude, it was bad. Thankfully, I found my lawnmower, but I'm going to have to tough it out for a week or two while my boys heal up. Let that be a lesson. You got fucking manscaped. Please don't go back to anything else you were using because you're going to fucking regret it, and I regret it right now. Like I said, to, to pardon the pun, it was perfect. Like, it was literally perfect. And then I got that, oh, I can't wait for that refined cologne to 
just make me smell all good when I walk into the into the restaurant or to the bar or when I go out on a date with a special lady. It's gonna be so awesome. So I'm excited. Yeah, it was it was a bad day for Tony, but we're okay. Well, good days are on the horizon because Tony went to manscaped.com. He put in the code word wizards and he ordered up some new uh, of his of, of the wares, whatever you need. Look, I need more body wash. The body wash is awesome. Body, that's what I ordered. I ordered the body wash. And I actually ordered a set of the shears. The hand shears or whatever the, it is. Uh, you know, like the fucking toenail clippers. Yeah, 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 yeah. the, the pap smears. I got one for my kid for Christmas. He fucking loves it. He's he's grooming like he's fucking getting out there, bro. It's It's great. I got news for you, buddy. It's almost time for him. He's gonna be. I know. Bring, he's gonna oh, be bringing home the strange. Yes. I'm, I might have to get him his own fucking lawnmower soon too. Yeah. Use the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his. It's funny when a f- 15, 16 year old is sending the same texts that uh, a bunch of thirty-seven year olds are. <laughs> Use the hatch. I'm outside. And it's just a bunch of three gross dudes talking about wrestling. Meanwhile, he's fucking just smashing all over the couches. They smell a lot better oh, when, when fucking. That's gonna happen. Once oh, we get yeah. back to once we get back to Studio A, we're gonna be like walking in on t- with T three getting strange, aren't we? Ah, it'll be... well, guys, we have to do the we have to do the show in the dining room tonight. Yeah. T three studying in the basement, and the couch will still smell better than uh, when old hot dog finger sits on it. <laughs> I say once every three months I get a text from Philly. He's like, "Go fuck yourself, you fucking jack wagon." <laughs> Deservedly so. Yeah. Oh God, my ribs. <laughs> oh, How's your face? It, it it came back to normal. I didn't even I wasn't even paying attention to it. Yeah. So Where Tony Tony went to the. Uh, Dentist? Dentist, yes. Yeah, what'd you go to the dentist? Yeah, well, I just said it three times. Yes, the dentist. And then for the first, you couldn't feel your face, right? I can't feel my face. <laughs> 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 Let me ask you this. Did your, did your dentist look like Kane? <laughs> I yank him. Dr. I yank him. <sighs> but your face is better now. Yeah, completely 100%. We're good to go. All right, good. So laughing over Matt's line about how the couch will still smell better than Uh Just waiting for the hook to come in now. Yeah. Tony can't feel his face when he's podcasting. Oh, you get everything. Listen, when you listen to the Shining Wizard, you get everything, baby. You get push-ups. You get a dance party. That's right. Since we're feeling good, it's about time to announce next week's guest. I like your style. Who's joining yeah. us next week? I talked about this when we booked the Christmas episode. Remember when you were all pissed off that Jacques Rougeau didn't call in and whatnot? It was the anniversary by the show. Way, by the way, new friends on Facebook. Jacques Rougeau. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck Jacques Rougeau. Fuck the Rougeau brothers. Fuck what? the Mountie. Yeah. Ow, no, 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 no. Guess I what? Best member of that whole tag team circuit right there, that whole Rougeau family, PCO. PCO's not a part of the family. He is. He's Canadian. They're all fucking related. Dude, I, will, I will not stand for you besmirching the name of Raymond Rougeau. 
Why? He's a cheap. He's a cheap shot artist. What? Because he hit Dynamite Kid in the locker room because with Dynamite a fistful of court. Well, that's his brother's a pussy. Whoa! Right, listen, I'm, listen. If my brother cheap shotted somebody for me, I'd be like, yay! Fine. That's fine. I'm not against it. But I mean, I got heat with Jock. Okay, he fucking no sold me that motherfucker. We'll get him, Matt. We'll get no, him. I don't want him now. I want him. Jesus. That's it's on the you then. It's the mountie. Yeah, you get you get him then. If I, I get always him. get my man. Yeah, well, you, you may. <laughs> you know, I got no filter. Don't get the mountie, Kev. It'll be a really uncomfortable conversation. That, that's why I want it now. The first question I want you to be: Why the fuck did you no sell us? No, the again? first question would be: What is your fucking Facebook not work, dickhead? How does how does Jacques? I feel like Jacques Rougeau would be the last person that could understand social media. Because he's Canadian. No, no, I love Canada. Bro, kidding me? I have a Canadian flag behind me. I love Canada. Kevin, I gotta, I gotta ask, what's gotten into you? There's a lot of activity over there. You're doing push-ups. You're dancing. You're showing us the flag. Three-day weekend. I like it. I like it. a lot of energy. <laughs> Kevin's got. Oh, that's right. Today's, today's Martin Luther King Day, right? That's right. It doesn't feel. Look, everything's all fucked up with this pandemic shit. So nothing. Like, Feels normal. 100%. Like at the restaurant on a Sunday before a holiday, you'd be busy. But because we're only doing takeout, it just feels yeah. like another Sunday. Matt, I also slept till 3 p.m. today. so that Whoa, helps. baller. Yeah. Slept. <laughs> I tip my tinfoil hat to you, sir. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. This might become. I mean, this is a little sweaty right now. There's... It's kind of growing on me. I'm not wearing it because I think people are trying to get my brain things. Because you, everyone, if you listen to the show, knows I'm dumb as dog shit. But I don't know. I feel like it's got a little thing on it where I just take it off if I want some change. You got some change? Give oh, me some... yeah, you got some change. You, Go to... you could probably put some chips in there too, or some dip or Ooh, something. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> sheets of tin foil in here. I made this Dude, little thing before. I, I don't think we ever actually. Oh, it's backwards. Went into why you're wearing a tinfoil hat. It was because it was a punishment, but because past guest of this show, Francis Wright, is a crazy son of a bitch who you have a tremendous amount of hatred for. I do. I do hate him very much. So, and he hates you likewise. So my my decision was to make. I'm not. I'm not going to make you guys do something weird or, or silly, or something that could hurt you. So I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe let's make Matt wear a tinfoil hat. So Francis Wright can finally get vindication over you. Now, so you were kind of like, kind of like succumbing to his wishes and his, you know, his stature. Yeah, no, that'll never happen. Uh, <laughs> do you think Tony employs the same? Will he give us a punishment that won't hurt us or embarrass us or make us do gross things? I hope not, because I'm a coward. Like I said, I, I might have my brother come over to your house and cheap shot you if that's the case, Tony. Nice. Okay. <laughs> He's like, bring it, bitches. But now what's wrong with you? What's wrong? Well, I'm just sitting here waiting to announce my fucking guest for next week, and you cocksuckers are talking about tinfoil hats and making bowls of oh, dip Oh, I forgot we Tony, were doing that. Tony, you have 45 minutes left of this show. You got time, brother. But more than that, if it goes on pace with the last couple weeks. Tony, do you want a drum roll? You want me to pull up? A- oh, I gotcha, I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's got music for this? And this guest does deserve an introduction. I will give you that, T-Donk. I got everything. Got Should I wait for, for the music to kick? Oh, I thought it was a Jive Soul Bro. You should have waited because I. 
have waited because I wanted I wanted to set the stage. Well, we all know, and this is how we got off on the tangent, that Jacques Rougeau was uh, one of Matt's guests that, that flaked on him. However, this guest did not flake. Something came up, and this guest could not make the Christmas Christmas show. What show was it? It was our anniversary, anniversary show. Thank you. And like you said, everything's melding together at this point. However, I've been in touch with said guest, and this said guest was probably well-known to people who have been with this show from day one because she was mentioned an awful lot at the early onset of this show. And uh, I took some flack for it because we did some early watch-alongs to said guests' early matches. The one and only, and Sparks will fly next week because Kayla Sparks will be joining us here on The Shining Wizards. First time ever. Nine and a half years in the making. Joining us. No, listen, I'm excited for this. I, I am thrilled. I am over the moon that she's joining us next week. I, I am also excited, but then Tony decides he's going to take the CD-ROM that he made in fucking 2001 <laughs> and I put made, it on the screen. That I made? This is very limited edition. Matter of fact, you're going to love this. I've got an autographed Kayla Sparks card, and this is going up Ooh. on the wall next to Nick former, Hall. Former European champion. Now, why do you think I have a European belt? <laughs> uh, no, listen, to, uh, listen. Not if, sold in stores, by the way. Limited edition. Listen, we're not trying to age ourselves or date ourselves, but if you've been around for a while, you know who Kayla Sparks is. So this is cool to uh, to have her on next week. And, and if it's a personal dream guest for T-Dog, we support you. So, all right. I'm excited. No, I really am. Yeah. I, I'm I'm really excited too. It's going to be interesting. Uh, she actually returned for one night only in 2019. So yeah, she hasn't wrestled in a while, but something that's been in the hopper for a bit, and uh, she's available, and she's more than thrilled to be on the show. So next week, Kayla Sparks. Tony, how how available are we talking here? Oh, well, Kev, you play your cards right. That's Get that right. manscape order you've been waiting for. Oh, listen, I've been. We're good. Just got to wait till after February 11th. Then we'll be fine. Okay. Terrific. <laughs> All right. Let's creep it up a little more, boys. All right. So Kayla Sparks next week. And what did you say was Sparks Will Fly, episode yes. 517, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, taking right. place next week, January 25th, exclusively here on the Shining Wizards Network, Shining Wizards Podcast, ShiningWizards.com, Kayla Sparks in the house. You know what? I'm feeling so froggy. I might announce a guest that we have. A month in advance right now. Oh, Kevin's feeling froggy. If you're feeling froggy, jump, K-Dog. Guys, February 15th. That's the day after Valentine's Day. Can I tell you how much I love Valentine's Day? Let me tell you why. Because my wife's birthday is the day before. Valentine's Day is the 14th. And my nephew's birthday is the 15th. So there's chocolates. There's flowers. There's roses. There's candies. There's gifts. All up and down the second week of February. It's amazing. My household. Tony, what, you, Matt, what does your wife prefer to, that you to give her on Valentine's Day? <laughs> Peace and quiet. Well, uh, do you give it to her, or is this something that we need to work on every year? Uh, I try, try my best. Try. Tony, what would you say is the number one like stuffed animal someone would get on Valentine's Day? A bear. A bear. Yes. A teddy bear. Yes. And the day oh, after Valentine's think- Day, yeah. we're not going to just have one bear. We're going to have two bears. We're going to have bear country 
February 15th, Bear Boulder, Bear Bronson, recently seen on AEW Dark and on Beyond Wrestling, Create a Pro everywhere. Bear Country, February 15th, will be joining us live together on the Shining Wizards podcast, baby. T Donald, what are you doing? Uh, it's all catching up to, to Tony now. He had his face worked on today. He's podcasting. Is that Novocaine stinking into your brain? No, it's it's gone. I just had to rub my eyes. All right. I don't know why Evan always That's has to beautiful. bring attention to me when I'm fucking doing like bodily shit. Well, because like, it was an announcement and then there was nothing there. And I see you just like rubbing your eyes. All right. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Do you guys want to talk a little AEW? Sure. I said just one of you wants to talk AEW. All right. Uh, last week's show was the big New Year's Smash Part 2 main event. Brian Cage, Darby Allin. Um, we saw the Elite in action, which was uh, the Good Brothers, not the Young Bucks. So, to Tony's huge argument last week when he assumed that the Elite was all back together, it seems like maybe they're not back together. There is seems to be a little tension there. Yeah. And we do a whole show Wednesday night on it, but of course I don't want to uh, uh, take away your guys' points of view about impact and impact. Uh, all Elite <laughs> Wrestling. Uh, anything from Wednesday night? Wednesday, Jesus fucking Christ. Anything from Wednesday night show that you would like to talk about tonight, gentlemen? One of us? Either of you boys. <laughs> Darby cut a good promo. Was that last week or this week? That was the week before? When did they this do the weigh in? That was a week Two ago. weeks never ago. Mind. All right, never mind. He didn't cut a good promo this week. Well, the, the, this past main event was, was Darby Allen and Brian Cage, correct? Correct, yeah. sir. Yeah. And Darby Allen, listen, Darby Allen is a hidden, like we, we say the word treasure a lot. Darby Allen is TNT champion, he is a treasure. That match, uh, Brian Cage, everything about it, all good with me, man. All good with me, T-Donk. T-Donk, anything from AEW Dynamite? Uh, Sting finally fucking got involved. Hurrah. Sting! Tony. And some Ricky Starks with the baseball bat. I got to ask what you're, what you seem like to have some sort of weird, maybe not intentional, but innate hatred for AEW. No, not at all. I okay. thought it was a great match. See, I, and I, I thought I, that I Darby Allen versus Brian Cage would not move the needle. Oh, I'll tell you what. I, I, and I, I didn't think Brian Cage and Darby Allen would move the needle in terms of a number, but they went up from the ratings from the week before, despite you know everything going on in the world. They still, they still managed to pull a great number with that as a main event. Two, relatively. I mean, two guys not named Cody Rhodes or Kenny Omega or John Moxley or Chris Jericho or Jake. They, uh, the ratings or Jake Hager or Moose or or uh, or anything like that. So kudos to them, man. This is uh, Matt. I know you guys talk about it on Wednesday night a lot. AEW is a fantastic show to watch every week. It really, really is. I agree. I concur. Now, um. Maybe not a ton of dynamite talk talk here because we do it Wednesday night. But, but end of the year awards. 
are happening in a couple weeks. Do you guys want to hear the rundown of what AEW end of the year awards? Tony says no. I do, but I want to ask you something real quick first. Yes, sir. Because I, I don't watch, I didn't watch it live, but I watch it later on. So what happened? So Miro is now, or Chuck Taylor is now Miro's young boy. Young boy. Yes. Butler, whatever. Uh, I think they changed like it to Seinfeld Butler. Episode. He's now the butler. He is Miro's butler until the wedding, which is February 3rd. God, you know what? It's so funny how things pull for full circle with, with Chuck Taylor because or it was, it was Trent's mom, but like Trent's mom was like driving them around. Now Chuck Taylor has to drive Miro around. And ah, that's going to be fun. Tony, is this what you hoped for Miro? No, I hated this whole fucking thing. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I told you. Why do they why do they change it from young boy? I tell you why, because young boy is a stupid designation for somebody who's been in the business as long as Chuck Taylor's been in it. I hate it. 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 Yeah, but it makes sense though, because I don't I think care if Chuck... it makes sense. I hate it. <laughs> I just think I think Chuck Taylor appreciate it. I would appreciate it. Astrophysics uh... makes sense to certain people, Kevin. I don't like that shit either. All right. All right. Well, Kevin, you want to aggravate Tony some more? I, oh, what oh, else can we talk about? Listen, Matt, I feel like all I have to do is breathe, and Tony will be aggravated by something. Well, the AEW Dynamite Awards are going to stream on the Wait, bleach. Wait, we're not finished talking about uh, the bash last week. What else happened? What else was? What else happened? Uh, there was a terrible, uh, and it was bad, the, the Cody segment with Britt. Oh, my God, Matt. Thank you so much. God. That was... This was, God, this is going to sound so terrible. This was the worst thing I've ever seen, Matt. Absolutely the worst. Oh, Kev, every week you're on this show and I hear you bashing AEW. Do you do it on purpose? <laughs> yes. Yes, Tony, I do. Thank, that's a great retort, by the way. <laughs> no, it was, it was terrible. It, I don't understand why they feel the need to, to, to do the stuff that they thought that they would never do. Like to differentiate themselves from everyone else. Now they have these, you know. You get it. Kevin fucking got it. Write it down. 844, January 18th, 2021. Kevin finally gets it. They're not doing anything any differently, Kevin. And that's why I get pissed off at AEW. They're supposed to be the better company. They were going to change the industry. They were going to do everything revolutionary. What are they doing to revolutionize the industry? They're copying WWE. Yes, Matt. If I may just stop your tangent for a minute, I do have the TV box on, and I am watching the newly added wrestling wrestling challenge that was just put on the WWE Network. You want to talk about game changing? There was just a segment on the Rougeau brothers where they were water skiing. <laughs> yeah, because they were trying to find a place to live in a, in the states, right? What a way to introduce a tag team, and now, uh, 1986 Terry Gibbs and a very young. Jack Foley. Yes, against the against the British Bulldogs. Uh let me see. No, the Killer Bees. <laughs> All right. All right, we got Tony back. B Brian Blair used to do this shit when he used to jump off the top. Like he had wings. Like fuck. Idiots. All right. So yes, this this segment, this uh 
what do they call it? What's Britt Baker's thing? It was garbage. The waiting room. It was fucking terrible. Cody barely got any words out. I don't give a fuck about Jade Cardell and Velvet, Red Velvet. What? Who gives a shit? Right. Zero fucks given about either one of them. It was just bad. Like, don't promote Cody's going to be on it, and then he says zero words, and then there's all this dog shit. Uh, it was right, bad. Yeah. No, you were saying no, it right, no, Kev. It was bad. I, I appreciate them trying to get, like, Red Velvet, like, some light time and you know if they're trying to build her as something okay this is where you want to do it cody's there but i just hate the idea of of these forced like studio segments that worked great a long time ago they worked great and they might still work today but if you are supposed to be different if you are supposed to not do what the other company does and hey listen ww's been around for a long time for a reason so if you want to take a couple things from their apple orchard and you want to pick a couple apples from them fine because they've been around forever but this is just like this was too much this was too hokey for me and just didn't it didn't work it did not work no it was bad and the waiting room is good on on dark it's it's not it's not the it's not like piper's pit let's not don't think i'm saying like it serves its purpose on dark though. It's funny. It's entertaining. This just seemed like they're trying to, to to stick ten pounds of shit in a one pound bag. Like there was so much going on. I just hated it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna argue with you. Uh, uh, Pac beat Eddie Kingston, and then there was the weird Lance Archer Pac showdown, uh, which is uh, fucking that gives me a wrestling boner. Because I would love to see Pac and Lance Archer oh, clash. Yeah. Um, Big time. We talked about Miro beating Chuck. Uh, the the Elite beat Danny Limelight and the Varsity Blondes. What is this? What's what? What is this garbage? What are you talking about? Why? Oh, no. I know exactly what it is. So do I. I know exactly what it is. I, 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 I don't know what you mean. Why? Why would you admit this fucking handjob? Why? What are you talking about? Who did I admit? I can see it says fucking Francis Wright is connecting. Oh boy. I think I think he uh he may have picked up a few things because of the uh the uh the the, the top Oh no, thing. I understand. Well, Kate the the not so great was, you know, fucking screen capping it, put it on Twitter, and now this fucking jack wagon calls in. What do you want? You're interrupting the fucking show. <laughs> Speak, stupid. Let's go. Where's the Miko? <laughs> Fucking hang up on him. He's wasting my time now. Ah. Uh, oh boy. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, fuck fuck out of here, Francis Wright, you fucking asshole. Hit the fuck hang up on him. I'm trying, I can't find the bumpin'. Hold on. If you want fuck out of here, you fucking dickbag. Piss me off. Alright, I'm trying. Hold on. Yeah, well anyway. Uh so yeah, keep that. Going, what? I don't know what the. F- what is this? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, why would you? Why would you accept? Guys, I'm not oh, here we go. Guys, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Francis, yes. Welcome. Okay. I'm sorry. I have to be really discreet. Um. So a little bit ago, somebody found out where I lived. Shut so the fuck it, up. It, let him I, I I needed I, yeah. Let me talk. You're so rude. Oh my! No one invited you. Anyway, die. Recently, somebody found out where I live, so I had to burn my house down, and now 
I'm living in some stranger's attic, but they don't know that. So I have to be very discreet. You did it wrong. You should have been in the house when you burned it down. Hey, that is no way to speak to your guest. Especially when you have your mind control protection. I thought maybe you'd be thinking good thoughts instead of all the bad thoughts that you normally think. First of all, I didn't invite you. Okay. Secondly, I lost a bet to Kevin, so he made me wear this dumb fucking thing. Well, your buddy Tony invited me. Tony loves me. Don't you love me, Tony? Wow. I love Francis. Absolutely. If you look hard enough, you can see where the bus just ran over Tony as you fucking threw him under it. I'm not throwing Tony under the bus. You just said he invited you, so now I know now I know who to blame for fucking bringing the show down. No, this is bringing the show up. Listen, I said, what did I say in my congratulations for the nine years? I, I said, know. I didn't listen. Tony's great. Congratulations. Kevin's okay. You, they need to get rid of you. You know what's bringing the show down? You. You and all your negative thoughts. You know what? I, to- I, that's, not, that's not possible. I am like herpes. You cannot get rid of me. Well, we can get rid of you. It's actually in the works. You know, I, I, I mean, nobody knows it. It's, it's really my plan and my plan only, but you're going to be gone. And then I'm going to replace you. We're going to talk about a different topic every week. We're going to talk about the crop circles one week, the flat earth the second week. You can, you co- can you cover the food that makes Tony shit his pants? Ooh. I could. I, I mean, you can't trust anything that you buy at grocery stores anymore. Well, he doesn't go to the grocery stores. He goes to, like, the halal guy. Halal, halal. Oh, well, I, you can't trust any, any restaurant that you go to. That's why me personally, you know, of course, I eat tinfoil. Why wouldn't you? You know what I'm talking about? And as far as drink, my drink of choice is honestly my own urine because that's, the, you know, the things that are naturally, naturally in your body, that's the only thing that you can really trust. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. Yeah. See? Well, I Whoever said that? I don't know who said that, but they, they agree with me. No, I did. I'm, I'm, I'm even trying to protect Francis as well from here because I don't want my mind screwing up his mind either because I know oh, he's don't worry. You, his mind is already screwed up. You look like one of those old characters from Sesame Street. Yep, 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 yep. There you are. How you doing, buddy? What's up, pal? What's up? What's up? Hey, um, that's, oh that's is that a, the owners of the house? I mean, you just get if I see the owners of the house drive through, I need to get out. Just drive just, through. Just, Who drives through their fucking <laughs> attic? Listen, listen. You don't have a mind as powerful as mine. You don't think these things do. Listen, because everybody wants to stop me. So what if they caught on to the fact that I'm in their attic and they're like, you know what? I'm going to build a ramp, okay? I'm going to fly it to the non-existent moon, and then I'm going to come back down, and I'm going to crash right into the attic, you know? Because then they scam the insurance companies, the home insurance companies, and then they try to destroy me, but they're not going to be able to do it. Because as they land on this hat, see, this is the benefit. If somebody tries to drive a car through their roof onto you, okay? You have that mind control protection to protect you. This is going to bounce off your head and you'll be completely fine. I I hope that you stub your fucking toe so hard while you're walking around your apartment in the dark right now. Oh, yeah. Some jack wagon fucking. I hope Tony. I hope Tony's fucking. He already threw you under the bus. He said you invited him. So you hope me. Yeah. I hope you. I hope they mind control your brain. Never happened. You don't have a tinfoil hat on? I have a fucking tinfoil hat on. Who says I, that he doesn't have a tinfoil hat on? Maybe he's taking my advice of just taking a tinfoil and just, you know, shoving it into his ear. I do that all the time when I have to go undercover, you know, when I go out there into the world. Undercover. I do that all the time. Because if people see the tinfoil hat, they know me, you know, I'm the only smart person who wears the mind control protection. You wear your, your mind control protection for this episode, but you're not smart. They, they'll recognize me, so I got to go undercover, oh, you know? God. 
take a tinfoil hat off, maybe put some glasses on, maybe put a hood on. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, Francis, since Tony has bought, decided to ruin the show and invite you on, how was your uh, holiday? Oh, my holiday was great. Good. My holiday was excellent. You know what I did? Nope. But you're going to tell me, though. Yeah, I am going to tell you. Hold on, hold on. Before you tell me, Francis, fake tree or real tree? No tree. You want to know why? Why? What are you, Jewish? No, no, no. It's not about about politics. It's not about any of that. No, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, if you don't get a tree, then you have a menorah, no? No, no. Because they tell you, oh, you know, you need trees to have oxygen to breathe. That's not true. The same chemicals that they put in the chemtrails, they put in the trees. But they, they get you dependent on trees. They make you think, oh, you know, you need trees for oxygen. You need trees to live. List. So I have a list of things I want to talk about. A list of things I wanted to talk about. And you invited this fucking jack wagon onto the show. Listen, you're wearing your mind protection hat. He I lost talk- a bet. I'm a man of my word. Did you or did you not say that you're starting to enjoy wearing that hat? Kevin, didn't he say that? I did say that, I was, but it's not because of mind protection. Yes, it is. You just don't it get is. it. See, don't you just overall feel lighter throughout this entire episode? You feel lighter. You feel cleansed. No, I feel, don't I you? feel sweaty. Well, let me yeah, ask, Francis, the, let me ask you. You put, tape, the, you put tape on the inside of your hat? No, 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 because my mind is so powerful that it just sucks it in. See, maybe that, that's your problem. You're getting all sweaty. First of all, the sweat... That's actually the bad thoughts leaving your mind. Matt's mouth is so powerful, he sucks it up. All the, you know, hente, all of this tentacle porn that you watch, that's that leaving your mind. That's first of all. Second of all, it's because your mind isn't powerful enough, it keeps falling off. It never falls off on me because my mind is so powerful, it just sucks it. Wait, hold on, Tony, did you say something about your mouth sucking something? That was Matt. His mouth is, is always sucking things in. Hmm. I see. Well, I, I was gonna. I was just about to say maybe you need another purification song, but I see somebody was playing it in the background. I heard. Got it. I've got it going right now. Why wouldn't I? Because Matt needs all the help he can get. Oh, of course, he needs all the help he can get. But to answer your question, no tree. Don't. In fact, that's what I did. I'm glad you brought the tree thing up because that's what I did on Christmas. I all went right. to every house, stole the trees, you know, stole the trees and got rid of them. Were you at? Uh, did you participate in the camp leapfrog? Uh, the other night is that are you you involved in that camp leapfrog stuff? Well, I'm involved in the camp leapfrog stuff. Let me tell you about it. Let me give you a rundown. Okay? For, and and before you coming. spew whatever nonsense is going to come out of your mouth, just know the professional wrestling journalist that I am. I know that you're involved in this this camp leapfrog. So I'm going to take the chicken shit that Tony gave me when he piped you into this fucking show and ruined it. I'm going to turn it into something. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to Barry Harwitz myself right now. Oh, Knock off well, my headphones. Aren't you clever? Aren't you so great? That's because I have on the tinfoil hat, dickhead. Enjoy. See, see you're, in, in ways you are realizing how right I am. Eventually you'll come around. What I want you to do... Here, here. You, you don't, don't want me to come around? Hat on. I'll give you the super secret message while you're sleeping, and then everything will just make total sense. I don't want you near me when I'm awake. You think you're going to get near me when I'm sleeping? I know your address. I know your address. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You want to know why? Because Tony gave it to me, and I'm I showing mean, up there tonight. Sorry, man. <laughs> look, it ain't my anyway. fucking problem, bro. I'm just letting you know. You know, I'm, I'm not the one you have Are to you worry about. Me last time about how, oh, you know, if you show up at my house, you know, my wife's gonna have a problem with that. Listen, if I show up at your house, you're not gonna have a wife anymore because she's coming to me. You got that? Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> 
Yeah, you think your show's going downhill, but you just had the roast of the entire show. The history of the show, that's the best roast no, you ever got. No, this show has that crashed way. and burned. This this is like fucking 9-11. <laughs> yeah, you're the two idiots with the hats on. <laughs> the thermite. Who are you calling an idiot, Tony? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he fucking got you, you dickhead. Oh. It just came out. I'm sorry. I love you. You know, what? You know this. You know See? what? See, at least, at least I'm, at least I'm transparent. There's no fucking hiding behind bullshit like Tony. He just called you an idiot. No, you're the one with bullshit. Let me tell you about Tony. You know, Tony, he's working on it. You know, he's pretty good. He's just not as smart as me. He doesn't realize how good I am yet. He realizes I'm pretty good and I'm pretty smart. He just doesn't realize the level of genius. And to go over the level of genius, I'm going to talk about Camp Leapfrog, okay? At things that go bump in the ring, they're Halloween special. A bunch of show campers used a Ouija board to bring back monsters from the dead. Now, who was the first person to uncover that? It wasn't the alleged heroes of the episode. It was me. And yet I was overlooked. Nobody thanked me, okay? At the first Leapfrog Live, Sam Laterna's Thunder Party. Shut the fuck up! Oh, you think you're so clever with the You think you're so clever. up! think you're so clever. Why do you have to let, let me ask you a question? Why do you have to be so demeaning? Even if you disagreed with me, why do you have to be so mean? You can just say, I respectfully disagree with you and move on. You want to know why you're so disrespectful? Because you're a puppet of the Illuminati. I who, who has you in their back pocket? Didn't want you on the show tonight. Who is it? Who is it? Is it Barack Obama? No. Who has you in their back pocket? Uh uh. See, he doesn't want to say. He's going, oh, oh, study, study, study. No, Barack Lesnar. I just didn't have anything funny. Well, yeah, because you're not a funny person. All right. Anyway, at Sam Laterna's Sumber Party, I won the match. And yet, nobody wants to acknowledge me. The record books say that I lost. I've right. tried to get it overturned, and yet it hasn't happened. So it just shows that I'm being slighted. It's because I'm a hero, and everybody wants to be against me. You know, when I started uncovering the truth, I thought it was just going to be a matter of, well, you know, Francis Wright, that makes total sense. And I was going to be the hero that wrestling needed. I was going to be as big as Stone Cold Steve Austin ever was. And instead, everybody hates me. I'm why? I don't get it. That's, it's awful. It's just awful. I <sighs> apologize for Matt's behavior. Oh, do you? I apologize for everything that happened to you at the Halloween Havoc. It's terrible. It is terrible. But you know what? In regards to Camp Leapfrog, I got my own Camp Love Frog. Have you heard an event still life with apricots and pears versus Effie? That's happening. I have my eye on that show. And maybe I need to come back. Maybe I need to come back to get a little vengeance from the way that I've been treated there. Don't you guys think? Yeah, go go nuts, buddy. Do whatever you need to do. Okay. And you know if you ever need to vent, you have an open No, 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 Lose the number. Lose your phone. The government's tapped into you, bro. They know. They just got a text message from the security of the United States of America. They've located you. You've been had. So Jack Bauer, that shit, bro. Get out of there. Yeah. Whatever you say. Whatever you say, buddy. Yeah, whatever you say, Matt. Shame on you. No, no, no. Shame on you. You know, you don't have the power. Tony has the power, and he says that he wants me on. You know what? I think I'm going to come to this platform next week and then the week after that, every week thereafter, and slowly but surely, you're going to grow the audience with me, and they're going to realize, you know what? Francis Wright does need to be the third man. You know what? This show right now, this is the start 
of Matt's departure from this show. Probably. Bye, Matt. Um, Bye, let, Matt. Me, let me ask you this, uh, God, Francis. No. Please, God, no. Please, um, God. What's your knowledge on Kayla Sparks? Wouldn't you like to know? Well, she's the guest next week, so if you're going to join us, you better come correct. Because I don't know shit about Kayla Sparks. This is Tony's interview, but if you're going to fill in for me, or take my place or whatever crazy nonsensical bullshit is falling out of your mouth, uh, you'll have to know about the legend, Kayla Sparks. Wouldn't you like to know what I know about Kayla Sparks? But I'm not telling you. Do we? Do I have to tune in next week? Maybe you have to tune in next week. Not made. No, I'm not going to tell you because you're untrustworthy. No, here, look, Francis, Francis, Francis. The first rule of you don't know maybes. You got to sell people to come back next week. You'll have to tune in next week. Government official, do you jerk off? Do I jerk off? Just to be able to do the show where you can spread your lies. Who is it? Wait, you heard? I heard. Do I jerk off? No. What government government official do you jerk off to be able to have this platform to spew your bullshit? All of them. See, I'm, like a cir- I'm like a circus seal, bro. That's why he calls him jerking Joe Biden. That's right. Oh, well, that's a different story. They call, they, call, they call me two hands, Matt. There's a fanfic for that. You know what? Everybody listening to this, I want you to create <laughs> your best Francis Wright fanfiction, and I want you to send it to Matt. And Actually, this is a great idea. Tony, everybody send send their Francis Wright fan fiction to Matt and force him to read it on the Shining Witches podcast. I don't care what episode it is. I don't care. If, I, if I don't people, care when you do it. Do if it. people send us Francis Wright fan fiction, Matt will definitely read it. 100% send it to wizardspodcast at gmail.com. There you said There you said it. Tony said 100% Matt will read it on the show. Send it. So send it, everybody. Yes, and I will also 100%, wipe, I will 100% wipe my ass with it, too. Are you going to read it, though, first? No, 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 no. I'll read it. I don't care. Of course you will. Clearly you don't care because right. you added this idiot to our show tonight. All right. Well, before you insult our guest anymore, I'm just going to ask him if he has any parting words. So this way we could, you know, move on with our night and let him get to safety for God's I sake. Hope, I hope the insulation in the attic makes you so fucking itchy <laughs> that you fall through the floorboards. Fucking. Okay. I don't know, break you know, a spleen or something. I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going to let you talk to me like that. I and didn't you know invite what? you onto the show. The purification song didn't work. The tinfoil hat didn't work. Maybe we need the combination. So everybody's going to put their hands to the screen. No. And here we go. Here we go. You know what? Whatever. My this, voice is so powerful, so angelic, it'll work anyway. If I, You know what? I would put my balls on the screen if this was on I'm Facebook. I'm going anyway. I don't care what you're saying. Oh. Oh my god, it's the, it, it's the owners. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I can't finish. I gotta go. Goodbye. Well, Francis, be safe, man. Get out of there. Sounds go. about right. You can't finish. You motherfucker. Listen, it's not my fault. You got the hat on. You. It's you not trying- your fault. You invited this fucking loser onto our goddamn podcast in the middle of a wrestling conversation. We have so- I have 16 pages worth of shit I gotta talk about. All right, well, get get to talking. Yeah, get to talking. Get to go fucking yourself. We, we could skip. We could skip the top five tonight. No, we cannot. All right, well, since we we're talking about, we just had dog shit on the show. Tell me about MLW, Tony. Oh Jesus, you want to talk about dog shit? Look, Von Erichs for life. 
Love them boys. Great guests. Great people. I'm still going to look them up when I go to Kauai. This fucking main event was the shit. Oh, my God. Look, I understand you want to back the Von Ericks against the wall. You want to book them against Los Parks. You want to make uh, Filthy Tom the special referee. You want to stack the deck against them. Dude, did you get a chance to watch it? Overbooked, complete nonsense. It was El- It was L.A. Park and his son, but then it was the other son who was dressed as L.A. Park. He hid under the ring for some nonsense. Uh, Tom Lawler was doing fast counts, then slow counts, then no counts. Dude, it, it was way too much. It didn't have to be as overbooked as it was. Like, they just put way too much shit into this story. It would have been easier if they just got fucked, and then they would have been like, okay, they got fucked. Let's do something about it. But, my God, dude. I mean, what when they when they announced this and they said Tom Lawler was going to be the referee, you had to know this was going to be fucking Smage City. But to have the third LaPark under the ring to get involved, you didn't need it. To have the extra bullshit where, like, Tom wasn't looking, you didn't need it. It's like, if you're going to fuck him over, just fuck him over and get it over with. It was bad, dude. And um, uh, also, uh, Mil Muertes made his debut uh, in a match with Pillman. Mil Muertes is not looking like he's in good shape either, bro. I don't know. I don't know, like... Were you impressed by this match? Did you get a chance to watch it? Because I, I didn't see it, so I'm not gonna lie. I mean, look, it was it, it was fine for the story they were telling. Like Pillman was trying to take him down, he couldn't do it. He had to work extra hard to make some leeway. But I don't know, man. Mil Muertes just wasn't wasn't fucking turning the dial for me, dude. I just I don't know. I don't know. I see. Uh, I see that Loki squashed a dude. Yes, he knocked out some fucking fat slob. That's right. I forgot about that. Blink it, blink and you'll miss it moment just to reestablish Loki as a killer. Uh, it looked like there was a Leo Rush uh, segment and then Jordan Oliver called out Contra. Yes. Yeah, so well, of course, Jordan Oliver wants to get on Contra. He's been calling out uh, what's his nuts uh, for a while. Simon Gotch. Uh, Hammer, of course, wants um, Kruger. Wants uh, Jacob Fatu. Uh, I, I don't remember if there was anything else that was Did special Matt, about it. Matt's- Next week. Matt's Next Kruger week, uh, ACH takes on Jacob Fatu. Right. Matt's Kruger challenged Hammerstone for the national yeah. weight title. Yeah. So we're moving on with that. So who knows? I mean, if, if Mads winds up winning the belt, I could see then that uh, Hammerstone winds up moving up. But I don't know. Like, do you take the belt off of Hammerstone? I just don't know. Just a fucking weird episode of MLW. I wasn't crazy about it at all this week. And that main event was fucking awful. Uh, if you're, if, if, He's going to beat Fat too. Then you have to take the title off of him. No, I don't know because he's been the only national openweight champion. So maybe they kind of want to look. I don't know what MLW is going to do. Like, how many guys do they really have on their roster anymore? You know what I'm saying? So is it is it going to be a thing where like maybe he wins the world title and they just kind of get rid of the national openweight title? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rich Bocchini told uh, Selena that the promotions Dorado had been acquired. That's right. Uh, Lucha as the promo Azteca. Something like that. Yeah, they had mentioned it. So I don't know if that means we're going to have some sort of, uh, you know, AAA like Lucha Underground crossover. I don't really know what that means, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but to, to, you said Fatu ACH next week, right? Yes. And on the 15th, I think we're getting Filthy Island. 
So filthy I don't know what island. that's going to be, but Tom Lawler's Filthy Island is going to premiere. So maybe we'll get some more Dominic Garini without his fucking gi on to make Matt happy. Nice. I'll take it. There you go. Uh, let's that move along. Uh, Kevin, yeah. any MLW questions? None. Because I didn't watch it. Beautiful. Right. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that the New Japan Cup tournament will be back in March. It will kick off March 5th. So um, the tournament that kicked off New Japan after the pandemic is is going to happen on March 5th. And I think I was telling you guys they're doing the road to new beginnings now. Uh, it started Sunday morning. Yeah, and you said that they're shortened shows because they're still under like heavy quarantine. They're under a state of emergency, so you can't you, you can't be out past eight o'clock. So all the shows are only two hours, five matches, two hours. Kevin Kelly's there; he's doing commentary by himself. They're awesome to watch. Um, nothing super groundbreaking. It's really setting up for um, the last couple nights where you're going to get uh, Sonata against Ibushi. You're going to get Tanahashi against Shingo. They're setting up El Fantasmo and Taji Ishimori to challenge for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight titles uh, against uh, El Desperado and Kanemura. Um, it's looking like Sho and uh, Hiromu is going to be a match for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. And there was talk that Abushi wants to, to combine both titles because you never, you're always defending both. Um, and the Intercontinental Championship doesn't not the Intercontinental the yeah 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 the inter, well I don't want people yeah. to think I'm talking WWE here uh, uh, the Intercontinental the IC the New Japan IC title does not have this like storied lineage we talked about it last week or two weeks ago like MVP won the first tournament in like 2004 2006 um, so like to get rid of it and the idea that Kevin Kelly hinted at during the show was that if they combine both titles into one then the never open weight title would be like that main secondary title not the All main right. it would be it would be those two titles the junior heavyweight and the never what about the u.s uh you know what he didn't mention that and uh just i guess because nobody Ken- should that belt sucks no i feel man that's a this is a great predicament it's so weird like if you're gonna eliminate one of the belts do you really go intercontinental? Well, I mean, the, the problem is they work themselves into this hole now because the belts are together. But New Japan, I feel like, has so many like different shows where like they can showcase. Well, I mean, pre-pandemic, that they could showcase. Like to me, the like I don't know enough about New Japan like you guys do, but like, like the intercontinental title to me kind of felt like almost the same as as the world. Not not. Like, not the same, but like it felt like pretty important, and so does the U.S. title. If I can correct myself, my dates were completely off. The IWGP U.S. Uh, inter- excuse me, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship will be ten years old in May this year. There you go. So 2011, it was introduced. Yeah, I thought it was. And oh, it was. I thought it was older yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was crowned actually in Philadelphia. Where MVP beat Toriano in the finals of an eight-man tournament. Was this at the uh, ECW arena, or was this at the Spectrum, or whatever the course dates, whatever it's called now? Uh, this was at the ECW arena. Yes. Wow, what a prestigious title! I feel like New Japan can get away with having more titles, though. 
Like I feel like they, if anyone can do it, they can do it. Wasn't wasn't the whole story the, the, with Naito destroying it that he didn't like the championship and that it didn't deserve anything? Was that was that the story behind him destroying it? I'd have to do some research. I'm not not too sure about that. I thought it was a whole disrespect thing that it wasn't worth anything. I think I and I got to look it up, but I think it was a more of like he felt he was being disrespected by the fans, so he wasn't going to show respect to their championship uh, until he got the respect that he deserved. But I'll have to look into that. Okay. What else we got for New Japan? Uh, so yeah, the new beginning shows are on New Japan World. It's awesome. New Japan Strong kicked off another season. Uh, I think we talked about it last week. Dickinson made his debut. He's in yeah. Team Filthy now. Uh, Mysterioso beat Barrett Brown, and he says two twenty twenty one is going to be his year. Um, TJP beat Adrian Quest, and it seems like they're going to do another like uh program that they did with Rocky Romero and Danny Limelight, where Danny Limelight's the the young upstart and he's trying to beat the master. Uh, and it seems like TJP is going to fall into that veteran role. Uh, and then in the main event, uh, the Bullet Club, Kenta ELP and uh, Heikaleo beat ACH, uh, Fred uh, Rozier, and Blake Christian. Uh, and it seems like they might be set up uh, El Fantasmo against Leo Rush. Uh, and next week's main event is Bateman against Ren Narita. Matt, do you see Chris Dickinson? making an impact in new Japan. If, if this, if this pandemic gets under control and Dickinson, and this is going to be a crazy fucking statement I'm about to make, but I, I think personally, this is just Matt Bowman. I think Chris Dickinson could go to Japan and have like a, a fucking, uh, Gordy, Steve Williams impact like that. He is a fucking hard hitting, Hoss of a man who loves the the strong style. He lo- he's a student of the game. Like if he gets the opportunity to go to Japan, it will not be squandered. He'll make a huge, yeah. huge impact. Yeah, and that's why I asked the question because I one hundred percent agree. And I feel like Chris Dickinson would just was just like born to be a New Japan pro wrestling. He was born to be in Japan, like. And if, if God, God willing, this happens for him, I hope it does. I think that he, this guy, is the absolute limit for Chris Dickinson, in every sense of the word. Absolutely, I could see him going. You know, the Will Osprey, Kenny Omega route, where he goes. He, you know, he's he's obviously not from the country, but he goes there and he works there, and then he ends up living there. Like he, the fucking sky's the limit for him. I wish nothing but but that for Chris Dickinson because I think that would be awesome. 100%. Uh so that's essentially New Japan news. Well, as we get closer to the uh to the new beginnings, I know uh January 30th we get uh Shingo and and Tony's boy Tanahashi for the Never Openweight Championship. Um and then the 3rd and the 4th uh we get some some good matchups. Uh and then the uh 10th and the 11th. It's a it's a huge tour and this will lead all up to the New Japan Cup. Um Ring of Honor at ROH TV this week, uh, Flip Gordon beat Rhett Titus in a pure match. And Dragon Lee successfully defended his TV title against Ray Oris. But Ring of Honor released rankings. Ray Horace Hogan? Ray Horace Hogan. I, I still think that's a very underrated <laughs> line. Now, 
I know oh. Tony's not a big fan of the AEW rankings. Right? Oh, boy. There's a little more meat on the bone for these ROH rankings. Okay? So they debuted the rankings on the TV show this week for the pure title and the TV title. Okay? Now, ready for these? Now, just follow along, Tony Z. Uh-huh. Wrestlers can only be ranked in one singles division. Anyone ranked in the top three of their division can challenge for that title if it's approved by the Ring of Honor Board of Directors. It was also said that a wrestler must submit a request to the Board of Directors for approval if they want to move to a different division than they were placed in. So those are the rules. There's a, there's a little more to it than the AEW rankings or the MLW rankings. Okay. Sounds good. Thoughts? So your you follow him? So, so your pure title uh division has Tracy Williams as your number one ranked contender, Flip Gordon two, Josh Woods three, Rhett Titus four, Fred Yee high five. Now, Flip Gordon beat Rhett Titus by using a closed fist. It is illegal. You're only allowed to use one during the match, but he used the one and post match it was found out that he was suspended from the pure title division. Why? Because he used a fist? Yes. Isn't he allowed to use it? He is allowed to use one. So then why did they suspend him? For storyline. It's fucking stupid. Well, he is the number one contender for the world title, and he talked about bringing in a tag team partner, which could get interesting. Wait, so he's not even ranked for the pure title? He was ranked number two. But then now he's number one for the world title? Well, he won the Battle Royal at Free Enterprise. So you can just fucking win a Battle Royal and be the number one contender in a different division. Fuck the Ring of Honor rankings. Come on, dude. Do you realize you just said stupidity to me? No. The, so Free Enterprise was the last big show they ran before the pandemic, so I think they're trying to to play that out. So Flip Go- And they, they showed it two weeks ago. So Flip is the number one contender. for the, He has a title shot. He's not the number one contender. He has a title shot. The Pope. Per- Purpose of the Battle Royal was that the winner gets a title shot. There you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Great. Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, what other news do I have? Uh, we have who is in the Royal Rumble so far. Oh, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this. I, I try to avoid everyone being announced for the Royal Rumble. All right. Then I will avoid that. But they did announce WrestleMania 37 is going to be a two-day event. Uh, uh-huh. There are talks. Uh, it's going to be in Tampa. And there are talks that yeah. they will be, they will have fans there. Now, how yep. many fans is a whole different story. They also announced thirty-eight will be in Dallas, thirty-nine will be in California. Well, yeah, I mean, if you watch, if you watch football this weekend, they can do it. They can have fans at places. So, sure. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, if 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 you're gonna do it for one thing, do it for everything, and if you're gonna do it, just be safe. And it's good. At some point, it's going to have to happen. So if, if you think you can get away with it, oh, God, get away with it sounds so bad. But if you think you can do it safely this time around, knock yourselves out. Do it. Tony I won't be thoughts. there. Uh, they moved. It's, uh, they announced Elimination Chamber will be February 21st. They added Oh yeah, our favorite pay-per-view, 
Fastlane? Fastlane, March 21st. Oh, yeah. Give me some Fastlane, baby. And then put, me on, put me on the highway. Put me on the highway in my, my Toyota RAV4, and I'll get on that Fastlane. I'll go all the way to the left. In the left lane is the Fastlane, baby. Uh, and they added a Best of Luke Harper collection onto the WWE Network. So if you're uh, looking to find some Luke Harper stuff, it's yeah. on the network. It's available for you. And also the, the New Day... Uh, the new day vehicle. Yeah, the, the podcast uh, also is a very good tribute to Luke Harper. So. Uh, the Dusty Road Classic is going on real fast. I'm going to blow through the teams. You tell me who you think will win. We got the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. Breezango, which if you watch NXT on Wednesday night, you know Breezango is out. Uh, Tony Nese and Davari. Um, Ashante Adonis. I don't know who that is. And Desmond Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are also matches on 205 Live, by the way, yes. as well. Uh, so. Kushida and Leon Ruff. Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory. Uh, Ever Rise, which is Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Dudley Boy Kids, I think. Uh, the Grizzled Jets. They were also 3.0 in Chikara, I think. Maybe, right? They, Tony, they were trained by the Dudleys, right? And Tony they, they're from Canada, right? Yeah. Rise, uh, the yeah. Grizzly Young Vets. Uh, MSK made their debut. That's the Rascals. Uh, Swerve and Jake Atlas. Uh, Killian Dane and da- Drake Maverick. That's Kurt- the winners. Yeah, you like Killian Dane and Drake Maverick? Yes, I do. Uh, Kurt Stallion and Austin Gray, who is Anthony Green. They're out. Uh, Imperium, uh, Lucha House Party, uh, Mendoza and Wild, and the Bollywood Boys. I and gotta you- go. Uh I like Wild and Mendoza, but I gotta go Gargano in theory, right? Yeah. Like off the bat, like I think uh, I'm gonna go MSK. I'm gonna go Rascals. You think they're gonna throw them all the way into this? You bring them in. They're they're highly touted tag team. What better way to let them shine? Getting there with uh, uh Birch and and uh, Lorkin. Wait, are we talking about first round or the no, whole no, thing? all the way to the end. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go, Gargano theory. And Tony, you like Killian Dane and Drake Maverick? Absolutely, hundred percent. All right. Now uh, we'll get into some games. Tony, don't sit there like this is going long. Now you invited Jack Wagon. Don't to give join- me shit. Fucking let's go. Let's keep the show no, moving. No, no. Why are you I'm gonna-, gonna stop every ten seconds to give me shit about shit. Just fucking go. Don't get all grumpy. You invited I'm him. Grumpy. It's been you and Kevin all night. Have been like Tony. What's the matter, Tony? What? Don't, don't, no, no. Tony. What did I Don't do? Call me, you fucking hump. Yo, fuck you. Know what? I'll fuck. Shut the fuck up. What do you mean? What did I oh, do? Shut the fuck up. Big deal. Tony T Doc, you're fucking laying there scratching your eyes. You don't like bear country? I was concerned. Oh, fuck off. I was concerned about you. Nobody's concerned. I hope the fucking guy chokes on his fat lip because he's got fucking Nova King. Uh, nobody said I didn't that. say that. I don't care you didn't. Nobody said that. <laughs> Not on air, you didn't. I, I said it, it would it be funny if you were like Kramer in that episode of Slidefeld where he had the, too much Novocaine. That could be funny. Uh, I'm rubbing Tony, my eyes. Are you guys okay with this? I'm not. It concerns no, me. You're Kevin, you got a top five list this week, buddy? Oh, baby, do five? I? No more news and notes? No, that's all I got, bro. Let's ride. Oh, here it goes. Boys and girls, we are still right in the hunt for Royal Rumble season, and I'm continuing my top five 
as a list involving Royal Rumble. These are the top five, in my opinion, moments that tag teams have been involved in Royal Rumble. And I will say, and I'll preface it, that the New Day is not in one of them. Because I hated those quirky uh, Kofi Kingston gimmicks after the first two. So these are top five tag team moments in the Royal Rumble history. They could be eliminations. They could just be moments in the match. They could be anything. Two top five tag team moments in Royal Rumble history. It has to involve the complete team, or can it be a member of a team? The team. The team has to be involved in the moment. Okay. I don't know what year, but I'm guaranteeing you the Dudleys did a was-up drop at some point, no? Yeah, they probably did, but that's not on the list. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say, I want to say it was 89, Axe and Smash, one and two. Matt, do you have any like crazy good music that you can play? Like awesome music? Because it deserves it. Because your first guess is number one. Good one. 1989, Axe and Smash. I believe Axe is number one, Smash is number two. And they fight for a while, and then Andre the Giant is number three. And then, oh, such a great start to a rumble. That is number one. That's probably the best tag team moment in Royal Rumble history. Axe and Smash, 1989. This is going to be tough, by the way. This list is going to be tough. So if you have to power through, just let me know, and I'll just beat them. Uh, Matt, if you got another one, go ahead. I'm fucking drawing a blank. Tag teams in the Royal Rumble. Very impressed that you got number one right away, by the way. I think that's the most memorable one. Um, It's going to be tough. Man, tag teams. All right, what if I give you, I'll do this. I'll give a year, and then you guys can try to guess. So the number five is from 1991. That's number five. This is 1991. Number five. Is it 91? Yes, it is 91. Again, some of them, they're not like all like monumental moments, but they're just cool, fun moments that happened that happened to involve a tag team in the Rumble. Uh, Tony, do you have anything? No, dude. I'm going to throw something out there. Animal and Hawk eliminating The Undertaker. Matt, that is number five. That is Undertaker 1991 coming in hot, big time star. Who could eliminate The Undertaker? The answer, the best tag team in the world at the time, the Legion of Doom. So there right. you go. That is number five. Hawk and Animal eliminating The Undertaker in 1991. All right. Oh, so, boy. Well, I will give you a couple years here. I'll give you number four is 1996. Just because just this is just a hysterical, hysterical uh, fun moment. And the tag team, this is going to give it away. Tag team made their debut here.
1996. Both uh, both members of the tag team made their debut in 1996. I think I'm like 99.9 percent sure they never wrestled in WWE until this moment. Is it the Blue Brothers? Maybe a dark match. Maybe a Raw. Who knows? No, they were there, but they had nothing to do with this match. I think that was 95, actually, Matt. 95. I think Jacob or Eli was number three or something like that. But... All right. This is a long, long shot. Just go, thinking, go to Wikipedia. I'm thinking 96 tag teams. It's either the Smoking Guns or Well Done. I... All right, Matt. Yes. Remember, these guys had not been on WWE TV until this moment. Okay. So think yes. about that and just go to, if you want to go to Wikipedia, do it. Is it well done? Uh, no, it's not well done. Wait, 90. No, they were it, on TV. It, wasn't, it wasn't the fucking um, the Headhunters, was it? Oh, T Donk. I feel like that was 97. Nope, it was 96. It was when Shawn Michaels, it was when uh, Vader debuted. So the headhunter, one headhunter comes in, gets eliminated. The other headhunter meets him in the aisle as he's leaving, and they come back in to start fighting with Vader and Yokozuna, and then Vader and Yokozuna just toss them both out. So that is number four, the, the SWAT team, as they call them. That's another SWAT team member. They're identical twins. So that's right. number four. All right. I dig that. That's a good one. So now we have three. Two and uh, three and two. That's it. All right. All right. So three uh, is nineteen ninety three. Not a crazy moment. Not you probably won't really remember it a whole lot, but I'll tell you it is one tag team partner eliminating the other. Nineteen ninety three. That's right. Hmm. Some of these are kind of personally biased, and I actually crossed one off that was really personally biased. But uh, to replace it with this one, actually. I were they a tag team in 1993? They were a tag team in 1993. You said there's another one left? Yes. Uh, I think this one, I think you guys should get the number two spot. Ah! Number two, Twin Towers eliminate Hulk Hogan. No. All right. Tony, great. Great guess. Thought about it. I just never really considered. Actually, no, that's a great guess, Tony. I probably should have put that in because it involves the Twin Towers, not the Mega Powers. So Twin Towers are a legit tag team. Probably should have put that in there. But it's not. So I'm sorry. Wait, 19... I, I, what, what was the year you said of the other one? 1993 and 2002 is the other one. Just so we can, you know, it's getting late, so we can just just dive right in to 1993. One tag team member eliminating the other. 93? Oh, yeah, baby. And you said 2002. Nelly, get out of here. Nelly. Nope, is not involved in this pick, in this list. Um, let's look at the Hasbro's. The Hasbro's always give me inspiration. Again, 93, not a great moment, not a monumental moment, but just something. It was one tag team partner eliminating the other. And oh, then shit. Got here's it. the spoiler. 
You guys want me, you want the real? Do you want the real spoiler? No, God, Tony says he's got Tony, it. Tony, if you got it, I'm gonna give the spoiler first because I think you already have it. Because then the person that eliminated his tag team partner got eliminated by the eventual winner. I think so. I think Tony has it. Yeah, it's uh, Earthquake uh, Eliminated Typhoon. That's right. Earthquake Typhoon, Stare Down, Royal Rumble 1993, Earthquake Eliminates Typhoon, and then Earthquake gets eliminated by Yokozuna, who eventually won. So 2002, number two is left. And this is just, this is a whole lot of fun. It's like a whole series of events that happened. 2002, huh? They They actually had a great moment in 2001 as well. This is. I thought this was going to be the most obvious one out of all of them. The Undertaker, except for, except for Axe and Smash. The Undertaker eliminating the Hardy Boys. Yes, buddy. That's a part of it. Matt nailed it. Uh, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Lita gets involved. They beat down Undertaker. This is American badass Undertaker, and for weeks on TV leading up to this, Undertaker has been a thorn in their side. And I believe one of them makes a return in this match. Matt Hardy maybe after being sidelined by the Undertaker, and. They beat him up. Lita comes back in. They all get eliminated. And I believe this leads to Maven? to Maven eliminating The Undertaker. So that is number two. So your top five Royal Rumble moments involving tag teams. Number five, Hawk and Animal of the Legion of Doom eliminating The Undertaker in 1991. Number four, the, the, not the Samoan SWAT team, but the SWAT team debuting, getting beat the, the hell out of by Yokozuna and Vader. Number three, uh, earthquake eliminating Typhoon. Number two, the Hardy Boys. Uh, whole idea, whole segment with The Undertaker and Lita involved as well. And number one, 1989, Axe and Smash drawing numbers. One and two. There you go, boys. Nice. That was a good list. I like that list a lot. I became friends with Dan Spivey on Facebook and he quit Facebook. Oh. You're just ruining everyone's life today, aren't you? I don't know why. People who like me. Uh, I know why. I know I can think of a thousand reasons. (laughs) Now I can think of at least one tonight. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tony, you got a a gimmick for us tonight? Of course I do. It's time for another rousing edition of Can You Beat That? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Once again, it's Kevin taking on Matt. <laughs> Skip the introductions. <laughs> blahs of blahs of blahs. You know, anytime you want one of us to do it, we can yeah. do it. You just have no, to. It's not, it's not that. I'm just trying. I mean, it's, it's like, hey, Kevin, how are you? Hey, Tony, thanks. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, welcome back. I don't know. That's, Everybody that's, knows the rules. That's radio, yeah. man. That's my radio. I know. I understand. But let, let's pretend like it's like tic-tac-doe and you guys are both like the returning champions. Like you came back next time. I All lose right. every week. Well, all right. And Kevin came back again, but he's a glutton for punishment, people. <laughs> all right, Kev, since you lose every week, I'm going to leave you the, I'm going to give you the option first. Let me get the notebook out. Hold on. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. In fact, good. let me get a pen. You have a choice of gold for all, which is 11 possible answers. Gold for all. Or you have the Royal Rumblers. 1990 edition. 
Royal Rumble there's 1990 edition. 13 possible answers. Royal Rumble's 1990 edition. Royal Rumblers. I don't know why I say Rumblers, but it's Rumblers. This is going to be like who's dead, is it? You have to you have to ask me, you have to tell me which one you want first. I said the Royal Rumble. Oh, you want the Royal Rumblers? Oh yeah. Kevin, as of today's date from the 1990 Royal Rumble, 13 participants are no longer with us. <laughs> You knew you had to know. You had to know. How many other thirteen possible answers could there be? How many people do you think Tony could have been the fucking world champion? Also a good one. Wait, <laughs> Wait we need we need some gameplay and music for this one. Let me let me get something good on here. Uh, what can we use? Let's use the shit. That's loud. I like this music because it's not as intense. We always save the intense for the third round if we get there. Fuck, I got to turn it up a little bit. All right, Kevin, whenever you're ready, give me how many you can answer. I can name five. Matt, Kevin says he can name five. Can you beat that? I can name eight. Matt's up to eight already, Kev. What you got for me? Eight. Uh... uh what, what do you say, eight? He said eight. eight. I can eat nine. I said, that I'm sorry. Up, I can eat nine. We're up to nine. One, two, three, four, five, six. I can name 12. Shit. Matt taking it all the way up to 12. Kev. You're either running the table or you're letting Matt take uh, one short. Great, great point. Kevin, while you think about that, please be sure to follow the Shining Wizards on all social media platforms at Wizards Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Give us a follow. Uh, Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. And of course, if you have a couple bucks, please join the Patreon. We'd love to have you. Shiningwizards.com is our website and prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Shining Wizards is the t-shirt site if you want to grab a couple of those sexy looking shining wizards t-shirts oh uh, yeah and of course if you want to get in our discord and chat it up with us uh just head over to our twitter at wizards podcast there's a link right there in our profile uh and join us won't you just so you know uh kate the great is uh requesting a thought about a t-shirt that might be next it, it, it's not my gimmick though i stole that from somebody else okay we can make uh, it. I'm gonna run gimmick. the table, boys. Oh, he's Kevin gonna run is the table. Running the fucking table. I love it. There's Kev, thir- how many answers are there? You said there's 13? 13 participants in the Royal Rumble 1990 are no longer with us. You said you could run the table and name all 13. Kev, whenever you are ready, you can start answering. Hercules? Yes, Hercules died in 2004 at the age of 47. That's one. Andre? Andre died in 1993 at the age of 46. Two. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior died at, in 2014 at the age of 54. Three. That was seven years ago already. Holy yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, uh, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, 2015 at the age of 69. Don't laugh. It's four. Uh, wait. 
did I cross him? I had him twice. Oh, that could be bad. I have the same guy twice. That could be bad. Um, Jimmy Anvil Neidhart. Jim Neidhart died in 2018 at the age of 63. That's five. What am I up to? I'm five. Um, doing all right. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hedding, died in 2003 at the age of 44. Six. Jimmy Snooker. Jimmy Snooker died in 2017 at the age of 73. More than halfway there, buddy. Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo, 1993 at the age of 44. Rick Rude. Rick Rude, 1999 at the age of 40. You've got nine, Kev. So I think that 13. Yep. Yeah. Think, bud. You got it. You got this. Bad News Brown is in there, right? Is in him and Piper. Oh, him and Piper. Piper and Bad News Brown. Both of them. Bad News Brown, 2007, the age of 63. Roddy Piper, 2015, at the age of 61. Kevin, you have 11. There's two left on the list. Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage died in 2011 at the age of 58. You've got one more to go, Kev. This is going to kill me because I put Hercules twice. Um, Akeem's still alive. Boss Man, was he in this? I don't think... I don't think Boss Man was in this. Um... Did I say Andre? Did I, I said Andre, right? You did right? say Andre, yes. I think Matt knows the answer. That's the only name that's not checked on my list, so. Oh. It's Earthquake. Ladies and gentlemen, 2006 at the age of 42, Kevin runs the table. I love it. That's some good shit right there. You guys realize I watch Royal Rumbles like every single week. It's okay. Right, brother. You take the lead. You ran the table and you are up one nothing. That was. Reading Hercules twice killed me. Matt, you're going to need the point point here to stay alive. And your, your topic is gold for all. All right. What could this possibly be? These are 11 men that won gold in ECW. WCW and WWF slash WWE. And we are not counting when WCW was owned by WWF. We are, are talking we pure WWF championships, WCW championships, ECW championships. So no WWE CW okay, and okay. no WCW under the WWF banner. These are strictly when those titles belong to three separate organizations. I've got eleven now what if, men who won championships in all three. In groups. all three, okay, all so, three. So if a guy won a WWE championship while he was a part of the, you know, the WCW invasion, that counts, right? No. But if he was, if he won a WWF belt as a WCW guy, that doesn't count. No, it, it, none of the belts are under the banner of WWF. This is when ECW was separate. WCW is separate. Okay. So somebody, now look, somebody may have won a belt under the WWF banner for another promotion, but they had to have done it outside of WWF's umbrella. Gotcha. So So it had to be an ECW championship during the run to 2000. I misinterpreted the question. You're right. I got you. 
and it had to be a WCW belt up to the run at the end of 2000, of, you know, March of 2001, whatever it was. No WWECW belts count and no WCWWF belts count. Oh, I like that one. Matt, whenever you're ready, 11 possible answers. Let me know who you got. Or how many? Sorry. Oh, my God. This would be tough. So there's 11 guys that have won belts in all three companies is what you're saying. All three companies, yes. I have four. Kevin, we're starting off with four. Question to you. I can I can get there, I think. All right, so it's a guy who's been in all three companies prior to any sort of merger, and they've won a belt in each. So that would mean I could name. Holy shit. And the sad thing is, I feel like we've done this before. Nope. And I still can't get it. Um, I'll, I'll say five. Matt, Kevin's up to five. What do you got? I'll say six. Matt's up to six. Kev, back to you. 11 possible answers. I don't, I don't know if I can do six. I, have, I literally have only three written down right now. Oh, man. And you know what's killing me is the ECW thing is killing me. Uh, and trying to figure out who was with what. Like who from ECW was in WWE and WCW? All right, so it's got to be this guy. Yes, I agree with the chat group. WWE CW is the only one that matters, but they are not part of the question. All right, I think I. All right, so all right, I'm getting something hit in my head. Or I'm getting somewhere. Um, right. Uh, so he definitely held that. He definitely held that. He definitely held that. And this guy was never there. This guy was never there. He was definitely there. I like this. Kevin's reasoning out loud. Matt's diligently writing. Right, Matt, Matt's going to probably end up winning this just because of the, the ECW thing. I don't know. Matt, the number was six, right? Yes. Okay. That's where we're at, Kev. We're at six. I know. And this is a tough question, Tony. So give me, give it's me some a, it's time. A th- Yeah. Better than dead guys at the Rumble, right? I mean, the, the the Royal Rumble one I could do on the top. I can do forever, but this is this is tough. Oh, God, did did he win a belt in ECW? Uh, did this guy win a belt in WWE? Oh my God, Tony, you're killing me. Uh, I'm gonna let Matt do it because I can't. I don't think I'm gonna be. Able, I don't want to keep people, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to. Matt, Kevin is backing off at six. Eleven men have held gold in WWF, WCW, and ECW. I'm going to kick myself. Kevin gives it to you to name six, Matt, whenever you're ready. He's going to do it easily. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit was an ECW tag, WCW World and Others, and WWF World and Others. That's one. Wasn't even on my list. Uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley, ECW tag, WCW tag, and various WWF belts. That's two. Shane Douglas. 
Shane Douglas, ECW World and TV, WCW US Tag Hardcore, WWF IC. Wasn't on my three. list. Wasn't even on my list. Lance Storm. Lance Storm, ECW Tag, WCW Hardcore Cruiserweight US, all at the same time, by the way. WWF IC and Tag Champion. That's four. Oh. Uh, Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko, ECW Television and Tag Champion, WCW Cruiserweight US and Tag, and WWF Light Heavyweight Champion. That's five, Matt. You need one more. Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, ECW TV, WCW Cruiser US, WWF Champion, and pretty much all the other belts. Congratulations, Matt. Can I? I can I? Can I? Can I name? Can I name a couple more that I thought of as Matt was reading? Go for it. Candido's got to be on there. Candido's on there. ECW tag, WCW cruiser, WWF tag. Sandman's got to be on there. Hardcore Sandman title. is not on there. Sandman did not win a title in WWF. He was never the hardcore champion? Nope. No. Uh, Terry Funk, right? Terry Funk, definitely. ECW world and TV, WCW US and hardcore and WWF tag. And I have, I don't know if you ever held a belt at ECW, but I have Steve Austin on this list. I don't know if he... Nope. No, Steve Austin never wanted. Yeah, whenever so I would have been, I would have been dead to rights. What about yep. Mike Awesome? Nope. He never held a belt in W. He held. A, he held. A, he held a WWF Hardcore title. Held. A, held the WCW US title at least. Nope. And was world champion in ECW. No. Never held a WCW title. He never held a WCW title. No, you sure, he wasn't, you sure, he wasn't the U.S. champ. No, huh? I'll take your word for it. Anybody wasn't else? The hard, wasn't the hardcore champ there? Nothing. Nope. Mike awesome. All right. Nope. I thought Steve Austin was the world champion in ECW. No, he challenged Mikey Whipwreck and he lost. That's right. That's right. Whipwreck actually bragged about it. He beat Rey Mysterio and Steve Austin in the same weekend. Oh, so would Rey Mysterio would be on that list too? No, or he never held a belt in ECW. Nope. No. Raven is on the list. Raven's on the list. ECW World and Tag, WCW Lightweight, US Tag Belt, and WWF Hardcore Champion. Jerry Lynn? No. Nope. No, he never went on WCW title. Uh, maybe nope. JL. I thought maybe he snuck one in there. The other two are one of them you should get. The other one might be a little super absurd. crazy. Nope. No, he was never in WCW. You're not counting. You're not saying Morocco, are you? No. Never WCW. Just making sure. I didn't know if it fell under the NWA banner. Nope, WCW. Come on, question, boys. How many more are we missing? Two. Two, 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 two. One is very obvious. It's not Dreamer. Dreamer was never in WCW. Nope. Stevie Richards? Nope. All right, I'm going to move it along because we got a tiebreaker to get to. Perry Saturn was ECW tag, uh, WCW tag, and TV, WWF Euro, and Hardcore Champion. And the last one, and neither one of you, I'm surprised, Chris Jericho. ECW oh TV belt, a ton of WCW belts, and of course your WWF Undisputed and a bunch of other belts. Yeah. We are tied at one, and I've got a hell of a third question for you boys tonight. So I got to get, get the music going for this one. Crack a beer real quick here. Let's get this. Get the who wants to be a millionaire thinking music for this one. Yeah, yeah, I was nowhere near. All right. Once Matt once Matt mentioned like Benoit, I was like, shit, like there's a lot of people that came into my head after he did that. 
This one's called Multiple Soul Survivors. Ooh, gimmick match pay-per-view question. Kevin, I'm going to let you go first, but here's the question. In the history of the Survivor Series traditional matches, seven men have been the sole survivor in at least two of the matches they have been involved in. Seven men, sole survivor, in at least two of the matches they were involved in. And when I say sole survivor, they were the last man standing and got the winning fall with no one else on their team. This is actually a lot tougher than that. Seven men have done it at least twice. Kevin? All right, yeah. I mean, you start. All right. Um, I'll throw one out right away just to buy me some time. I'll say Hogan. I thought we were doing how many can you get? Yeah, we're doing how many, Kev? Oh, sorry about that. One. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, Kevin says one. I don't know what to say. Uh, I can do four. Matt can do four. I think this is not an easy question. This is a fucking tiebreaker question. Kev, Matt's up to four. And see, the, the, the whole thing is the pressure of actually doing it now is tough. And this is like my second favorite pay-per-view to the Rumble, so I should be able to get it. But do we have the time for me to want to wait and do it? Because um, we're talking about almost you know, 25, 30 years of pay-per-views here. Uh, Matt's quicker on his feet than me, so he's probably going to get this regardless. That's up to four. They've been the last person. Sole survivor at least twice. You know what? This is going to become like a very depressing part of this game when I just throw in a towel really early. I think we got to fix that, but I'm throwing in the towel and I'm going to let Matt do it. Four, really? Yeah. Wow. I think I have all seven. Whoa! Well, you don't need them. I'm doing the towel, so just go for it. Don't be a big shot. Possible answers. I want to challenge my brain. All right. Hold on one second. Let me just lower the music just a tad. Matt, seven men have won at least, have been the sole survivor in Survivor Series matches at least twice. You said you can name four. Okay. Are you ready? Hogan. Hogan did it twice, once in 1989 as the captain of the Hulkamaniacs, last pitting Ted DiBiase, and in 1990 as the Hulkamaniacs, over the natural disasters, last pitting the Barbarian. That's one. Savage. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. your new winner. I was gonna say, yeah. Woo! Savage. What? Yeah, what matches were you even thinking of? What? I know Warrior is on the list. I don't, I don't even know if Warrior he is. Warrior is on the list. Warrior is a three oh, yeah. survivor. Okay. Greg Valentine and Ron Bass in nineteen eighty eight. Uh, pinned Bobby Heenan and Arn Anderson in 89, and it defeated the perfect team in 90, defeating Mr. Perfect. Definitely on the list. Who else did you have? I had the Nasty Boys. Does that count? No. All right. Soul Survivor. Yeah. But 
but it was one Twice. maybe if it was one of those gimmicks where if the one person is eliminated the other person goes too. No, they had to do it twice. Who else did you have? I had perfect. No. Perfect was not on the list. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I was thinking I overshot the Soul Survivor and I just went with people who have been on the winning teams. Oh. So I had Warlord, I had Dino Bravo, I had Tito Santana. None of them are no, Soul they had survivors. to have been the sole survivor at least twice. Wow, and you know what? I, I'm I'm kind of mad now. I thought that this question would have uh, would have gotten see, something a little see, more. But I feel like it's a hard question. It's a hard question, and like I feel like if there's like a Roman Reigns or a Seth Rollins on there, I would have never guessed it just because of the recency of it. And how... Kevin, it's funny you mention that because Roman Reigns is on there. He won in 2013 with the Shield over Cody's team. He last pinned Rey Mysterio, but also eliminated Goldust two against one. Yeah, he was and a... in 2019, Team SmackDown over Team Raw and Team NXT when he pinned Keith Lee to be the sole survivor. Yeah, Hogan and Roman, Roman Reigns are the only the Hogan and Roman Reigns are the only two people I had to be honest. Okay, you want the other four? Yes. All right, Ric Flair was 1991. It was a five way disqualification. Oh my God, you got him as the final. You're going back to like the match where like him, Piper, Sergeant Slaughter, and Dust and Ron Simmons. The Legends like versus that. the Spirit Squad. He defeated Johnny, Kenny, and Mikey to be the sole survivor for his team. That was 2006. Uh, the Rock, 1996, defeated Goldust and Crush on his debut <sighs> match at Survivor Series. Yeah. And in 2001, pinned Stone Cold Steve Austin, Team WWF, defeating Team Alliance. Oh, God. There's more. I know. The Ultimate Warrior we got. The other one that you might not have gotten, Dolph Ziggler. In 2012, ah. Team Ziggler beat Z- uh, Team Foley when he last pinned Randy Orton. And in 2014, Team Cena beat Team Authority when he beat Luke Harper and Seth Rollins to win the Ultimate Survivor in that match, the, the Soul Survivor. Yeah. And, and last but not least... That's when, that's when Sting made his WWE uh, debut. Warrior did it back to back to back in 88, 89, 90. Randy Orton did it in 2003, 2004, and 2005. In 2003, he pinned Shawn Michaels when Team Bischoff beat Team Authority. Team Orton beat Team Triple H when he beat Edge and then eliminated Triple H for the final elimination. And Team SmackDown over Team Raw where, again, he pinned Shawn Michaels. Those were your seven. Two games to one. Congratulations, Kevin. You won the game tonight. I I'll, I mean I'll take it. I I think I I think just just because the Royal Rumble questions are right in my wheelhouse, so I'll take it. Matt, great job on the. Uh... That was a good one. That was a that was a tough one, Tony. That was a real tough one. Yeah, that was tough. Very tough. Because you got to remember, God, you get, like the older we get, the more pay per views there are, and really are. the more versions of these shows there are, and how much you could possibly forget about what happens on one of them or the other. Seriously, that was a good one. Is that all we have for the night, boys? Oh, sorry, Tony. Strategy worked because you kind of like didn't really think about the answer. Yeah, I heard heard what I wanted to hear and I went a completely different direction. It wasn't a strategy. I honestly had no clue. Yeah, but sometimes that pays off when you like, okay, I have no clue. Let's see what Matt can do. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Tonight it worked. That rhymes, you don't. Fucking awesome. Fucking A. Well, next week we have Kayla Sparks joining us, so yes. be sure to tune in. What time is Kayla? 7, 7.30? 7.15, I think. 7.15 Eastern. Yes. Be sure to tune in on Ranty and Radio. 
dot com and facebook dot com slash uh, wizards podcast. You can watch us live, chat us up in the Facebook. Of course, the Discord. The link is at Wizards Podcast on our Twitter machine. Just click it, and you can join the show uh, at Wizards Podcast across all social media platforms. Uh, I guess thanks to Francis Wright for calling in tonight. As annoying as that was, thank you, um, Francis. And uh, yeah, Hard to Kill was awesome. And I guess we'll, I got nothing else to say. We'll be back next week with another humdinger of a show from uh, your friends at the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Thank you, guys. See ya. See, I didn't do the stupidity, then you should be happy about that. Yeah, but you mentioned the stupidity, so it's just the same. What stupidity, Kevin? Good night, Gracie. There it is. <laughs>